Okay, <laughs> funny story. We were in the cinema, and there was a group of boys being loudy and noisy and disruptive. And my friend received an airdrop of a photo of a naked Navi. <laughs> oh no! In the middle of the movie, and she's just like, "What the? What the?" She just shows me it. And we're just trying to laugh. Then, literally five minutes later, they get kicked out. That's it was hilarious. Just, it was just. Like it was just like from that right enhanced your cinematic experience. <laughs> this, this is 4D. This is 4D. It was sent by the theater a company. Oh, that's, that's James Cameron's it. there. He's just like, finally, my <laughs> this is the true immersive experience. Okay. I think that's what he sounds. Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to the verdict. Only on IPL Radio. The verdict is back. We are back. In full view. This is the first one with us with the year, right? Yeah. That's wild. Yes. We, we have a guest. We have a guest. My good buddy pal friend, Joshua. I accept that title. Well, I could have said other things. <laughs> it's very <What>? prestigious. <laughs> right, right. Uh, welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you. First time guest, long time friend. If you had to describe yourself in two sentences, and only two sentences... You want to encapsulate your entire essence within those two sentences. Oh boy! What would you say? This is a great question. Um, dollar store Thor from the first movie is the long hair. Okay. Yep. And very, very invested in telling you about things I like. Okay. Right, look, I think that encapsulates it a lot. Very, 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 uh, very well there. Well, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to uh, understand the validity of the statement through the show. You know what? At the end of the show, give us your verdict, whether Josh is... I'll give my verdict on Joshua. There we go. There we go. Today um, on the verdict, I am the verdict. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so well, we'll go through some housekeeping first because there's a lot of stuff that's going on. First of all, if you want to get involved with the show, follow us on Instagram, the verdict underscore IPL, uh, the question of the week, which we'll get to in a moment. Um... Uh, you know th- that's how you can get involved with the show. You can also message us if you want to. Just, if you want us to, to give us, our, if you want us to give our thoughts on certain things, and feel free to send us memes too. Yeah, have a, have a, you know we're lonely a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know about I don't know about me, but about Alex. Oh yeah, I mean it's, I spend so much time on the train. Just I spend a lot of time on my dog. I don't have a dog, man. Um, <laughs> no, and uh, yes, yeah, so that's one thing. Now coming up, IPL are doing an Australia Day event, so. Um, all the in- well, the information is on our Instagram. There's a nice little post there describing what's going on. It'll be great to see you there. We're gonna have food stalls and crafts and stuff like that. It'll be a good time. We're thinking about some like water stuff. Oh boy, it- it's gonna be interesting, and it's a wonderful cultural event as well. It's run by one of our um, presenters, Marissa. There'll be ads about it later. Anyway, I think that's everything. So that is everything. Let's jump into the question of the week. Um, I was looking at the results of the question of the week. It's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the results like when I put it out, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's it, it's swinging one one way massively. So, um, so each we try to do it each Monday. Uh, we post a question of the week on our story for you guys to interact with. Have you seen? Have you heard the question? Did Alex tell you the question? I have not, but no. I know. I, I have a feeling I know, know the answer. So the question of the week was: Is the purchasing of smaller companies by bigger companies, i.e., Disney, Hasbro, Amazon, a net good or a net bad? Josh. Oh boy, I am not a large-scale economic analyticist. <laughs> analyticist? I have yes. no idea what that meant. Neither do I. <laughs> the beauty uh, of that statement, yeah. Complicated. Um, I think it can go both ways, but there's a lot of examples right now of bad examples. Yeah. So there's a lot of that's the the tip of everyone's tongue is complaining about monopolies. Yeah. 
And I've never played Monopoly, but I've heard it's not a great experience. It's not. I've cried every time. So I, I put two options out. It's good. Makes them bigger and better. And I said, it's bad. Monopoly suck. Um, In what way would this be good, Alex? So, it, Like, again, it makes the companies bigger and better. So, like, my... The way I phrased the question was like, if that company is being bought by another company, um, then the company that has been purchased can now do a lot more because they've got access to more resources and money. Oh, so you mean like how IPL bought the verdict? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, for the low, low price of... Zero dollars. A Maccas chip. (laughs) So having a look at the results here now, this is going to surprise a lot of you. 100% of the votes. It's bad. Monopoly suck. Which, yeah, that checks. Not surprising. Not surprising at all. Um, the reason why I put this question out is because it, it is popping off in the D and D space. It uh. is. It is. It is. It is popping off. So D and D is owned. Well, the D and D the game is owned by a company called Wizards of the Coast, and they make D and D and Magic the Gathering. Do they make anything else? Ah, uh, they probably make other stuff. Oh, yeah. they probably do. And mm. they now own D and D Beyond, which is like the easiest place to access a lot of the information. Can I just briefly tell you what I learned today about it? Yes, actually, actually, yeah. We'll okay. go from your perspective, because, yeah, you... So what I've heard today, I've been having a chat with a few people, and I think what Alex is going to discuss, because I, I am not a D&D connoisseur, so I don't know much about it. I don't know anything, actually. All my knowledge is based on this show. <laughs> um, so what I believe has happened is, apparently, um, this Wizards of the Coast, every time a player makes a campaign or so, they want to monetize it. Is, is that it? That's like a very, very large simplification, I think, of what... So, like, the Fine Brothers wants to copyright the word React, and they'll steal... Not steal, I mean, like, uh, uh, they'll get a percentage. So, essentially, what's happened... Now, there's something that's referred to as the open gaming license. Now, it's the ability to use the content that's put out with your own content creation. So, I've spoken about them on the show. It's a critical role. Um, and various other YouTubers that do actual plays where they're playing the game and stuff like that. Um, they're subject to the license, mostly. Um, I'm not sure, I think they have a special relationship going on there. Um, now, everybody who creates content that involves D&D um, is subject to the open open gaming license. Now, it's, it's been pretty, pretty chill, you know? Yeah, 5th edition's OGL was great for all the fans because it was basically like, you guys can do whatever you want... There's a couple of keywords that have been copyrighted, but if you want to make your own creatures, if you want to make your own campaigns or your mm. own players or items, it's very easy for people to share that, and that was a so big thing. What is an OGL? Open gaming license. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah, like, so it's really, really great. You know, the com- the D and D community is qu- well, obviously all communities have a toxic area, but the D and D community itself, when it comes to content sharing and stuff like that, is fantastic. It is amazing. Um, so, you know, people use it as a source of income now. So they're often saying, you know, uh, people will make products, they will create campaigns and say, hey, I've made this campaign, you can buy it for $12 and, you know, here's some resources to go with it. They'll make um, minifigures that you can buy and purchase. Really, like, it's it's wonderful. Like, um, you know, it, it's open to the masses. Um, yeah, so, there's um, yep. also a couple of companies making, like, full-on AAA video games that are very heavily based on of D&D and its mechanics and yes. its classes. So like Ubisoft? Diablo? Um, uh, what's the Baldur's ba- Gate? Baldur's Gate. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate, yes. Where the, the mechanics, the setting, the characters, the, the races are all very, very D&D based. It's Blizzard, Baldur's Gate 3. Blizzard is... Some of it is similar. Like if you, Especially with like a WoW, 
and Hearthstone, which is WoW but card games, you'll see a lot of similarities between WoW and Magic the Gathering and D&D. Mm. They come from a lot of the same sources, like the polymorph spells and stuff like that. They're all available in there. But yeah. different different mechanics, different everything else. So. It's kind of the, the fantasy uh, Genre. group unconscious of like... yes. A spell that turns you into a frog. Yeah. It's just, it's not copyrighted. Everyone has one for some reason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Wizards of the Coast is also owned by Hasbro. Mm. That That's what I thought. I thought yes. it was owned by Hasbro. So, Hasbro is the parent company. Correct. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, is that a Black Adam reference? No. Holding your hands up like that? I've not seen that movie. I don't see any movies, man. Good. <laughs> that was the most awkward high five I've ever seen. I was going to just like tap him on the arm. Stop. I was going to go tap him on the arm and just be like, you're better off that way. And then I did it too slow. So then Josh thought I was going to high five. This is great for an audio medium. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Hasbro um, owned the company. Now, what's what's come out is they've a leaked version of mm. the new proposed OGL has come out. It's called OGL 1.1 and it overwrites the previous OGL. Just a big point where it basically says, guys, all our legal promises for the past five years, we're just saying that doesn't count anymore. This is completely overriding that. Um, mm. And it's very problematic if you don't give them much time to switch over to the new one. Yeah. And essentially, the um, there's a new D&D system that will be coming out in a few years. They're like playtesting a lot of stuff. So, and yeah, but essentially with the new... OGL, it's basically saying if you make content that produces over this amount of money, we are now entitled to the part of that revenue, and it's revenue, mm. not profit. Which so what's is the difference? What's the crucial revenue? Difference? I- revenue is how much money it makes. It's gained, yeah. Yeah, profit is how much money you you've make made. Yes, out of the revenue. Yeah, exactly. So, say if you make if you make eighty thousand dollars revenue, but it costs you seventy nine thousand dollars to make the thing, you've profited a thousand dollars. But they're looking at seventy five thousand dollars revenue. They just go, give me, give me a little, give me a little something, um, give me a little uh, cut from that. And so that's going out. What? That's the biggest one I've seen. Yes. As well. So um, let's put it this way: um, Critical Role, the company, made nine million dollars from Twitch subscriptions for their show in three years' time. Okay. Obviously, that wouldn't be three three million per year because their popularity has grown, but they've created nine million just through Twitch alone. Is that through uh, sales of merchandising, so Twitch well, sub subscriptions for Twitch is specifically subscriptions to watch their content for Critical Role. So nine million dollars, the lion's share of it was Twitch subscriptions. Yes, that's insane. They and have so merch though too. They they have merch avenues. They have YouTube that they also they've got they get millions of views per episode. Uh, sponsored. They're sponsored. Mm-hmm. So they have a massive revenue stream. And it's just because they're a company that makes really high-end quant- content. So money comes in, money goes out. I don't think they're, they're taking much themselves when, I, when you think about it. They when you think about the kind yeah. of people that are involved. They were pretty good people. Like, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. A lot of crew that are paid for, studio spaces. Basically, moderators, like, they, they pay for a lot of stuff, right? So if you use them as an example... They're earning well over seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> not, not many people are. Yes, not many people do. It's, it's them, Critical Role, and maybe Dimension Twenty. Yeah, because no one's selling homebrew characters or whatever on um, another web service where you sell PDFs of your work. It's going to be making that kind of dough. Yeah, because even like so, so them earning massive amounts of money. Their revenue is high. Sort of, should I say their profit? Debatable, but with this open gaming license. Was of the coast now want to cut from that, even though how much is this cut? Twenty five, twenty five percent, right? After the cut off of seventy five thousand, it's twenty five percent. 
Oh, so if it's under, then they don't need a car. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. They have that's like a pretty... 75000 that's a lot of money. It so is. Yeah. So a lot of small-end content creators can still survive. However, yeah. if you earn more than 75%, your cut's going to them. Or if this becomes your job. So a lot of YouTubers, it becomes their job. If they're making um, $75,000 in a year over... Actual, it, it is per year, right? Yes. Yeah, they're making $75,000 in a year from the YouTube career, and it's based on D&D D &D things. Using the D&D &D branding. Yeah. But that's the only the, the highest tier. Yeah. Um, is this legality, or is this just because they can? I think it's because they can, because what's happened is a lot of stuff has changed behind the scenes, where um, people are getting involved and who are coming from a financial mindset instead of a, I guess... Um, company that cares about its customer's mindset, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because like, the last few years for D&D have been really big. Its popularity has skyrocketed. A lot yeah. of that is so much free advertising from people loving the game and making yes. so much fan content. Yes. And now the company side of it's going like, well, we have a lot of untapped potential here. Yeah. Um, though, to be fair, I think that a lot of people are complaining about the OGL for many reasons. Not many people are going to be affected by the 75,000. Have they yes. revealed um, their original end of year profit on the website, like compared to what they've been earning without this cut? Well, like, it hasn't come into effect yet. No, I mean, so, prior, oh, well, at the moment, the like how, how much do they generally earn? I don't, I don't think, I'm not too sure. So, I haven't looked. So, what, what they're entitled to is the selling of books. So, um, there's three main books that people normally get Monster Manual. Mm. Player's Handbook and a Dungeon Master's Guide. And that's kind of like a go-to, but if one person has it, you all have it. Um, they also sell minis and stuff for games and game equipment, and they also um, now have bought D&D Beyond, which is like a digital asset version of all of that. So they're earning subscriptions, so they probably have a fair bit of money. They probably do, but changing this would increase their sales massively. It's insane, because Hasbro is a massive toy company and D&D yeah. &D would probably be as big as it is it's probably a small fraction of what they sell like yes yeah. Hasbro profited off five now Transformers movies yeah. yeah and Wizards of the Ghost itself also owns Magic the Gathering which is another juggernaut in itself yes. and it earns so much more yeah because you have to constantly buy um, cards oh it's terrible <laughs> I thought uh, Warhammer is not within it's similar but it's not within these companies it's, it's similar in the role games workshop yeah, okay. yeah. It, it, it's, it's a different different company but yeah um, same kind of like design to it, but yeah. Also makes but tons of money. Yes. Honestly, I think like seventy five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, and I feel that I don't know, slightly reasonable. I don't know, like yeah, I mean, if it's a sole income stream and then they have to profit their channel and maintain stuff, you know. But I, I feel it's reasonable. I mean, it, it it can be. I think there was other stuff that came along with this OGL. Right. This has only been leaked. This has not been officially presented. Oh, this is presented. not official official. Yes. Yeah. And in the last day or two, the entire document was leaked. And originally, businesses would have had from like, was it the 4th or the 8th until the 13th? They would have had like a week or two to change their entire business model, mm. which so, would have been a not great way to start your year. So the threshold is not confirmed. It could be higher or it could be lower. I mean, yes. C considering, yeah, so they could revise this. Do you think $100,000 is more reasonable? Well, they could also move it down. <laughs> yeah. They could... One dollar. <laughs> yeah. The legal speaking, my understanding, is they can adjust this at any time. Or even is, after effect. Yeah, this is a problem because it completely 
that the wording is your, our previous OGL is completely overridden and is no longer authorized. You can't make money under so this license So it's like a patch anymore. update, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Only yeah. it's copyrighted a bunch of stuff, I think. Mm. Yeah, so they, I think the use, because, you know, D&D, like, like, like Josh said, it, it grew from a lot of, like, free advertising. So Critical Role, who amass millions of views per episode weekly, they're playing D&D. And I, well, I didn't get into D&D because of that, but I liked playing it because I watched them play. Mm. I, I knew I, I played like one or two games of critical uh, of D and D, and then I watched Critical Role, and I'm like, oh, it, it kind of like fostered my love. So at the moment, no, out of Critical Role's income, nothing is going at all to the original creators of D and D. Um, that's the thing is n- not really. There are some licensing I mean, things like for merchandise being licensed, and they probably. They are sponsored by D&D Beyond, which is owned by them. It is now, but has it been for the previous years where D&D yes. Beyond is sponsoring them? True. Yeah. The, but I, I think yeah. they do actually have an official partnership with... Not a partnership, but an agreement with Wizards of the Coast. People are saying that this may not actually affect them because they have their own agreement with them. The leaked OGL says, guys, we're completely down to make a custom contract with anyone we want. What I'm... Okay. Just to clarify, we are not legal experts. Oh, we yeah. don't know what to talk about. I don't know anything. I've only read half the PDF myself. I just got my opinion from watching other people's opinions. Yeah. Um, it seems that the money side of it, you're right, is actually like almost reasonable for people making that much money to get a 25% cut. It's not going to destroy people, probably. Yeah, I think, I, the, I th- I think it's more like a, the principle of it, where it's existed so long that so many people have come to, to D&D from these sources and they're trying to monetize the sources that have been providing. Yeah. D&D is a very old franchise, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not a franchise though, is it? It's it's a company. It's existed under Gary Gygax and yes. now Gary Gygax Jr., right? They've been at the top I think, of the I thing. think the Gygax Jr. actually got kicked off and went and made, it, he was made it, a racist or Wasn't he a very terrible person? It was, yeah, no, part of the OGL is basically like <laughs> Gary Gagashuna is not allowed in this building. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to buy a Vanta Black as long as you're not no, the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the general vibe is the OGL that's been released, completely overriding the other one, the it's more about the control of the IP that people are not happy about. Yeah. This yeah. is being guys, if you want to make anything for us, you have to sign this new document which is not going to take money from many people, but it's also putting a lot more restrictions on what Wizards of the Coast can control from the fandom. People who are making content for D&D will have a lot more restrictions on them, yeah. which is a good thing because they're specifically trying to make sure people don't put in horrible, terrible, offensive stuff well, and I market mean, I mean, D&D, but it's also... But the, thing is, but the thing is, you can say that and the opposite can also be true because yeah. they're... They, this is one of the things that people were worried about is they're restricting what can be made for D&D. Yeah. So if you look at um, a great YouTuber um, uh, XP3, Eric Voss <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, XP3 wait XP to level 3? XP, XP to level 3. Um, he does like like skits and stuff like that or like D&D stuff and he's always got like kickstarts going on where he's partnered with a bunch of people to make D&D content and mm. he does very like some horror based stuff some like grimoire kind mm-hmm. of thing so like you know that, that's, that's of his design and his collaborators designs and if for instance uh, Wizards of the Coast decided it was harming their brand they could just tell them not to make that have there been any major incidents recently in the D&D community that have 
been noticed by the superiors? I think I there think. was. There's been two things. One is I think it was Gygax Junior went off, made his own thing, and it was horribly offensive, like race blocks that were like really r- terrible. Yeah. And the other thing was um, they recently had a press meeting to their investors talking about the fact that D and D is very under monetized. Yes. If you think about other vid- other board games, like you spend sixty bucks for a single book and you can play forever. Yeah. You don't need to keep buying stuff. Like when you think with Warhammer, you have to buy all these individual things. It will cost you every kidney in your body. <laughs> yeah. You've only got two apparently. <laughs> They're probably looking at um the, the stats, you know, the uptake in D and D within the recent especially during the pandemic, it yes. would have gone up. Massive. And they're looking at their returns and seeing, you know, the numbers don't add up, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers, what do they mean? <laughs> no. Um, a lot of people have had a lot of freedom with the previous OGL, which they specifically mentioned was not made to properly oversee YouTube videos, skits, custom campaigns, and stuff like that. Their original plan was just basically looking at people selling PDFs. Mm. But because the OGL was so broad, um, have you heard of Paizo? No, I heard of PyCost. I've heard it's, of PyCost. Okay, never mind. Paizo <laughs> is a company that said after fourth edition of D&D went terribly, Paizo said, we are going to make our own D&D with Blackjack and Hookers. The OGL says we can. So they basically just ripped a previous version of D&D, made slight changes. Now that's Pathfinder. Path- oh. Pathfinder and Pathfinder 2 are made using the OGL. That's right, that's right. And that's one of those things of like, they could, but now with this new restrictions... Wizards of the Coast might just be like, hey, we want 25% of your revenue and control over what you make. It's it's in a way seen as almost trying to monopolize the industry. So do you think if this goes through, then uh, eventually other companies will start picking up on this? For example, YouTube. You know, you're, you're using our platform. Let's take another cut out of it. Well, I think they're it, already about as tyrannical as you can get. Yeah, YouTube mm-hmm. is already not a great platform for that. Uh, but I mean, YouTube gives the money, so they can't take a cut. They just reduce how much they give you. And that's that's what they do through monetization, where they say, you have to meet these very specific standards to be monetized on the changed, platform. changed last week without anyone being told about it, and yeah. they're going through their backlog and taking a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up as well... Um, you know, you, you say you, say, <laughs> you said like, oh, yeah, Wizards of the Coast want to make sure that things aren't horrible and offensive, when... Wizards of the Coast have been the largest perpetrators for horrible and offensive things in, like, oh, oh yeah, it's it's hard to go back let, without looking at this. Let me let me tell you how the, how this reads to you, right? There is a slave race, mm, many. right? There, well, many races just happen to also be slaves or slavers, which is also a weird dynamic to put into your games. It's a very old game. Um, when they bought Garongs back, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they're slavers." Yeah, no. and then when they did the Spelljammer, so there's a race that are that are that are slaves by design. Um, they also now they did this, not me. They also happen to be monkeys. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you see how you picked that up immediately. Yeah, what was it? Was wasn't a, a couple of lines, and they were like, "Ooh." It wasn't until. They got called out on it and had published the books. We were w- excited for Spelljammer. And then they said, here are the books. And everyone went, hang on a second. This reads terribly. And So they didn't get proofread? Well, they did. Yeah, probably. But they just... By what demographic? <laughs> oh, <laughs> All that's right. the problem. Um, okay, so we're in a meeting. Who's here? We've got White Andrea and White Bailey. Um, that's all we need, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, no. So like, there's that. And previously, so there's been a lot of... Which is really interesting, I think, the times that we've been involved in, mm. been a lot of change in D&D. So there's a lot of changes around the language that is used. So the change from race to species, because what happened is races were predetermined to act a certain way. 
So yeah, it was like orcs got plus two to strength. Yeah. Uh, halflings got plus two to whatever this is. And and often, you know, it was like they would be given these characteristics that defined them. Yeah. And what that what happened was when you played the game, there'll be these expectations to act a certain way, and that could be very that could lead to a lot of like it. It, it sounds really really like nothing it sounds like nothing but when you play the game and there are these characteristics that are intrinsically given to you so as constants sorry constants kind of yeah yeah um when 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 they're given to you and it plays into the game it can fall into some like really awkward racial stereotypes it can fall yeah. into these like what like where someone getting plus two attack is racist no 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 as in so because because orcs are designed to be this certain way right when you play the games they get represented as brutish evil creatures like barbarian-esque and yeah it's kind of some of those races back in the day were like vaguely based off of racial stereotypes yes and stuff yes. that's true i mean and but goblin, like goblins as well so minus racial aspect they're pretty big so naturally i mean that's the thing they'd have strength that's but, the thing but not every person of this particular people group is like that and it okay. can it was kind of especially because people are getting more sensitive to this kind of stuff yeah they were having a bit of pushback where it was a lot of fans were going more over the well, not every person of this people group needs to be this. S- oh, this was the early two thousands. No, this was recently, like, like the past few years. Yeah, oh, last few wow. years. But what's happened is like so. Yeah, it's like you know, you get characterized into this way. You get told like you know, if you want to play this character, these are the attributes they must have. And yeah, it can box you in because those boxes exist. Some people want to push you into those boxes. Some people want to make you act like you belong in those boxes in game, and that can cause a bit of issues especially if you've experienced racism it can just happen to exist in a fantasy game where you want to get out of that yeah right and if there's enough people like me who are white <laughs> they don't see that and they can kind of brush over it yeah like, can, oh. can we have more specific examples to show you i'm still trying to understand yeah I, so like, i mean orcs was the biggest one because like, like i think so i mean people make jokes of like yeah orcs get a plus two to basketball kind of thing because oh, like orcs that. have kind of always been this kind of not replacement but insert of black people it's it from kinda, the beginning it hits on a couple of the same notes back in the black and white book days and also in like the, the the lord of the rings days as well some people have found a lot of issues with how orcs represented there and because orcs have existed in multiple types of media those kind of characters carry on so goblins for instance um they get very characterized with jewish characteristics often the goblins a conniving little guy who's got a sack of gold he doesn't want to give you which is these racial stereotypes against jewish people and that's mm. sometimes how they're presented and even if they weren't like specifically offensive against a real people group it kind of had the same vibe yeah yeah it's like oh yeah um elves will do this then the other and even though there's no racial group that can be determined by elves but if you're being put in a situation where it's reminiscent of real life things so that makes sense like it, it's hard to explain it's not like you're just applying the stereotypes i mean like you know, with the Jewish, <laughs> like, with the money, is that it, they're just basing it on stereotypes. Well, that that is a stereotype that exists, yeah. And mm. you know, the Jewish characters, caricatures that were made to, you know, back in Nazi days to be like, hey, Jewish people suck. Like a lot of them are represented in goblin features, which is why those comparisons get made a lot. Yeah, um, because like I haven't heard basically any of the like that side of things yes. so I get what you mean where it's like it kind of seems like you're digging a bit yes, yes. but it does also feel like to other people that it's just sitting underneath the surface mm. it's it's like we're one step away from having like fantasy racism if that makes sense like it's Which so close it, to it, it ends up being a lot of series anyway that there's 
There's some sort of racism. Yeah. But like the changes that they're making now is instead of being like, hey, you're determined to act in this certain way, they're saying, here's a character you can build the aspects of that character yourself. And so they, they are addressing those game mechanics, I think. Um, it, it was mostly about game mechanics, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they are addressing it in some way, which is good. And with the art that they commissioned, they're trying to show people and creatures that, that exist in a certain dynamic and just moving them over here to show kind of like they don't have to exist in a single bubble. Because like, it's, it's always the go-to. Like The orc is the barbarian, right? The elf is... The hyper, like the intelligent one. But um, but each of these orcs they have defining physical characteristics, right? If you make them have them. So yeah. like like with Shrek, all ogres are green. Mm-hmm. So like, isn't there an inherently a racist characteristic of the concept of orcs itself? Which is that's that's why they're moving away from races and they're making it species because that was a thing that was like. Whoa. Everyone loves Shrek though. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. Shrek's amazing. Donkey. Um. Yeah, so they, they are moving away from the idea of it being a race thing and species thing and allowing you to actually be like... They're allowing this kind of fluidity between things. So, like, yeah, orcs can be a certain way, but your orc can be this way, but also you could be half orc, half elf if you wanted to be and sort of mix and match these things and sort of have a bit... Because, you know, you know... It's just a mechanical way to have a, a orc who's smarter than the average orc and wants to be a wizard without you actually... But he has to have characteristics of a certain other race. No. In order to be intelligent. No, no, no. That's the thing. He doesn't have to do that. Oh, he doesn't have to do that. But, that he can just go to Harvard by himself through his own shared determina- <laughs> exactly. determination. Exactly. <laughs> just, just because he orc doesn't mean he doesn't go to college. Exactly. That's just a harmful stereotype. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, no, so the, the point that it boils down to is when we were looking at races specifically, and we're saying one race had to act a certain way, that's kind of what we do in our society where we say that race has to act this way, blah, blah, blah. And then... We went, mm, don't like that. Let's 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 diversify that a bit more. Mm. And let's take the word race out of it. So it's species. Like within humans ourselves, we're a species and we have so much difference right, between yeah. us. So I think they're trying to sort of sort of go onto that kind of path where we're going So they change the whole lingo and terminology. Yeah, so just to be a bit more politically correct, I guess. Mm. Like yeah, it seems like you're politically correct, but also just changing the structure of how the world ro- works, which I think is Better. It, it was just a general demand from fans to have the game be a bit more like this. Yeah. And it wasn't like a big major. Oh no thing, no. P- people were like rioting, but they're like, hey. So in compensation for making it more diverse, now they want to monetize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's all come full circle. Oh no. Yeah. They <laughs> they gave us equal rights, but took away our money. Hey, women can work now. Pay us tax. <laughs> that's what's happened here. Um, uh, not really, but okay. No, t- t- that's exactly what's happened. That's I see. I don't know what, what what you mean. All right, well look, let's uh, let's play some music. Let's have a bit of a break. I've yeah. got some I've got some really flat lemonade to drink, which I'm upset about. Um, we'll be back in just a moment. This is a song I haven't heard before. Your voice, your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. What is Ekans backwards? Oh my gosh! Oh my god, Michael, you figured it out! You've cracked the gu- Welcome back to the verdict. Mm, this is how we like to do our transitions here. Well, we, we, we've got Josh on the show, long time listener. Uh, I've heard he loves the show. Alex on the show too. Yeah, long time talker. Presenter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I talk a lot. Um, and we've got Michael on the show. Oh, yeah, we do. How you doing, Michael? I'm good. Thanks. I'm next to my biggest fan. My it's fan's funny bigger. It's literally a table fan. I realize this doesn't translate well into it. That's my fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, um, how's your avatar like? 
Oh, he is. He knows the way. Well, isn't your aren't your D and D characters avatars of yourself? Ooh, that's where they get the name Avatar from. James Cameron's Avatar it literally means Avatar. The so word James, avatar. Ca- <laughs> so the wizard James Cameron has to pay Wizards of the Coast. Yes, he does. Especially now that this movie made over $2 billion. And now that they're going to introduce the Fire Navi in the next one, <laughs> yeah, the Airbender yeah. can sue James Cameron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's exactly how that works. That's exactly. <laughs> they, they are introducing they are. the Fire Navi. Oh, that's hilarious. So they've they done the, saw it. They've they done the forest it. one. Which yeah. is air. I think maybe because you've got like, the, the, the flying creatures. They did have a lot of airships. And then you've got, you've got the way of water. You've got the water guys, which... Yeah. Fun, fun things about evolution here. And then you got the. Then we're gonna have the fire navi. So you got book one air, book two water. It's gonna be book five three movies. fire. It's gonna be five movies. Oh. I'm gonna get the lightning navi. Oh, sick! <laughs> I don't even know. Um, anyway, so yeah, Michael and I we we watched Avatar, and Josh, seeing as, as well, you like things and stuff and things and stuff. So I wanted to discuss and stuff and things. Uh, exactly that. Yeah, sorry, I missed that off my list. Um, so I wanted to like kind of like. Go through the creatures of the Avatar world. I shop at food and stuff. <laughs> where I get all my food and stuff. <laughs> okay. So I, ha- I have seen the first movie. Haven't seen Way of Water. Yeah, I mean it, it's fun because like, which way is the water going? <sighs> that way, I think. That way. Yeah. 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 Um, Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they do say. The way of water in the movie, but like imagine if they, at the end of the movie they're just like, and that's the way of water, and they just look at the screen and point at the screen. Suddenly Jake Sully's looking at me in three D, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, they point to you, the audience, to say, "That's the title." Please laugh. <laughs> he said the thing. He said the thing. And then like all the CGI drops, and you just see him in pajamas with sticky balls on him, like. <laughs> and then like the audience is just like standing up and clapping. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, please, I've got to make enough money to make another 10 years before I make the next movie. <laughs> well, he needs, what, $2 billion? He's done to it. Bra- yeah, he, he raised 1700 I'm not surprised. $1,700,000. Seven I, I, I think we're getting close to two, $2 billion now. Yeah, it's almost close. Like, yeah. uh, not even in a month. Yeah, which is wild. Um, but also, it's it's a good good movie. Anyway, we'll, I think we'll have an in-depth discussion next week. Um, but, yeah, because, Josh, uh, I know you like dinosaurs. And th- these aren't dinosaurs. But no, they're not. They hate... James Cameron has put so much thought into the biology of this universe. Mm. It's very interesting. He based it on Mark Zuckerberg. The original <laughs> lizard person. <laughs> Boo. 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 Mm. Yeah, I think uh, the whole... They put a record amount of money into designing the creatures in the world building for Avatar the first yeah. one. I know that much. They have one of the first almost in-depth in-universe in languages... That you can yep. actually learn, you can speak Navi. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they put a lot of thought into it. Um, and man, people making up cool ideas is so cool. Yes, yeah, sir. Let's have a look here. Oh, okay. So this is within. They don't have photos of it. So one. So obviously the base. Mm. So we we over here in our world of Earth, all mammalian, well, all vertebrates, right? Spoiling yeah. the fourth film already, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why? The, the oh, way of Earth. Earth. Oh yeah. Uh, no, no, fire, number water. four is the Tolkien Rider, which is we've seen the Tolkens. In, they're the big not whale whales, mm. and uh, yeah. So for some reason, some guys riding a Tolkien. Um, yeah. So obviously, so all our vertebrates here, they have two arms, two legs, generally. 
Yeah. Or they, they have that kind of assortment of limbs. Yeah, basically every hand of every creature is the same, a bump, bunch of bones uh, arranged in different ways. Pentadactyl limb system. So if you look at birds, if you look at seals, if you look at humans, all different things that their hands do, but they've got the exact same bones. Do you think we should call our fan base the verdict brace? <laughs> the what? <laughs> Not vertebrace, the verdict brace. Verdict brace. Oh, you loyal verdict brace. You guys are the backbone of this show. <laughs> Exactly. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. It's it kind of reaching, but... <laughs> I mean, you need a back to reach. You that's know? true, that's true. And you uh, need a... Yeah, <laughs> column, exactly. A spinal column. <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, so the creatures the creatures on Pandora, however, have a six-based limb system. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is interesting. They also have a different way of breathing as well that I've noticed. See, and breathing, too. <laughs> and breathing. <correct>. That's true. <laughs> So the first thing I can't believe my parents <laughs> let me see that on screen as a kid. I am hundred percent sure my dad thought it was the other avatar and then the on screen um hair banging. Hanging guitar, was like, oh. what are you but doing? Also, I didn't even know they were screwing that time. Oh, hundred percent. I'm like, wow, they're making out and touching tails. <laughs> and I didn't realise it was a later. I mean there's nothing like that in the second movie, so you're spared. Yeah. Oh, I'm not um, seeing He's that like, God oh, damn. <laughs> damn. I what is No, okay. Funny story. They were in the cinema, and there was a group of boys being loudy and noisy and disruptive. And my friend received an airdrop of a photo of a naked Navi. <laughs> oh no! In the middle of the movie, and she's just like, "What the? What the?" She just shows me it. I went just trying to laugh. Then, literally five minutes later, they get kicked out. That's it was hilarious. Just, it was just. Like it was just like from that enhanced your cinematic experience. <laughs> this, this is 4D. This is 4D. It was sent by the theater company. Oh, that's, that's James Cameron's there. He's just like, finally, my <laughs> this is the true immersive experience. Okay. I think that's what he sounds like. This is a tangent. We're to a tangent, but unfortunately, I don't think you're that far off. I remember distinctly recently reading an interview talking about the character design for the movie. Oh, you wanted them to make them sexy, right? Yeah, he was like, guys. It doesn't make sense, but they need to be sexy. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that they have the human body yes. plan and anatomy, but if this doesn't make you feel things, it's not done right. <laughs> it just, it, like that girl just walking out of the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, and then the girl was just like, just staring at her. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, he's not even, hide, not even hiding yeah, it there. No, no, no. no. The, 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 these people are hot. It was a choice to make them that way. Completely yeah. intentionally. Look, mm. if I could get a, a 10 foot blue. I'm not gonna say yes, uh, <laughs> You're not gonna finish the sentence there, bud. <laughs> you are uh, you gonna change the topic now, pal? What's next on the list, pal? So uh, no. So like I was saying, so the way that they breathe is different. So what I've noticed is um specifically the horse, mm. the die horse, and the banshee, which are the flying creatures. Oh, they I think my it's my fan here. Okay. I'll just I distinctly know what you're talking about. They got the The yeah. holes in their necks that they breathe from. So that obviously meant there was some reason why they didn't breathe out of the, f the the hole that they put food into, which honestly, I would love to eat and breathe at the same time. That is the way of water. <laughs> it's the way of air, my guy. That's interesting because on insects, our bugs have a similar system where they don't breathe via lungs. They, they have everywhere. spiracles, they call yes. them, little holes that lead into the inside of the creature so air can go in oxygenate the blood and go back out again mm. but not through powered breathing it's just passively done which is why bugs cannot get very big on earth yeah because, because once you get there's this thing called the inverse square law 
if you double your size, your outside doubles and your insides quadruple. I literally had this discussion with PyCost. <laughs> I was saying, when this bit gets bigger, the insides get much bigger. There's not enough bit of this mm. bit to feel what's in there. Exactly. That was, that was my scientific explanation. So at some point, spiracles cannot get air enough air into the body if there's too much too much body because it just doesn't work the same way that yeah. mammals do where they push and pull air in and out much more efficient and especially because a lot of the creatures in these movies have six limbs yes which is not what we see on earth and also they are massive like if it's a navi are like seven to ten feet tall mm. um, well not seven it'd be like eight to ten feet tall at least um then these dire horses are humongous yeah now there's two things that can do that to you either uh more oxygen or whatever is the major element that they use in their nitrogen, in, in their I think it is i think it's nitrogen all oh, right so yeah it's it's the different thing they use to um respirate yes. than us or lower gravity or both yes and you can see that like the trees get massive the creatures get massive and taller so there's probably a little, a little bit of both mm. the humans aren't moonwalking around yeah so it's probably more of the the and they need to wear air masks, but they can still yes. technically breathe for a little bit without it. No, 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 no. It, the, the general, I remember in the first movie, he, holds his he breath. was shooting them. He holds his breath. Oh. He literally just goes, he kicks it out. Everyone in the room puts on their mask, and he's just like holding his breath, firing, because he's a badass. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, that, that's one of the first constants throughout. So, mm. that, that explains why they might do that. It's because they had to get more direct ways of getting air into their bodies because they're so big. If I remember right, though, the spiracles do like move, though. They do. They, they, like, they do like, like intake. breathe a bit. They're like nostrils on their yeah. on their chests. This makes me think that the movies in uh, this, the creatures on this planet, yes, probably had some kind of ancestor that was more like insects. Mm-hmm. But instead of explains the six legs exactly, even six. spider has six legs. <laughs> spider, the character spider, yes. he has six legs. How? He just does. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, can I borrow the brain cell for a second? I'm going to go on a tangent here. So yeah, probably based on insects to some degree, way back, and then they completely diversified the way that mm. um, vertebrates on Earth did back with like fishies with the forelimbs, mm. um, and they probably developed some kind of powered breathing to force things in and out of the spiracles the same way that we have lungs, and that allowed them to get bigger, and then they just outcompeted the else yeah basically yeah so the other thing that is also common amongst i think all creatures <sighs> in on pandora is they're connected they have the neurological pathways and not just the animals but the plants do as well because mm. um, they connect to the tree of life so in the new movie they actually have their own tree of life which is an underwater seaweed-esque plant which does the same as like remember that that tree with the big mm. things on them so they for so- somehow this this planet has evolved to have like a nervous system yeah, and it's evolved that into the creatures itself, so all the creatures are compatible with one another. Which is interesting, because it's also in the plants, and the animals, yes. and like the fly, flying jellyfish and the whales, which is weird, because in our real world, if you have to go back that far, there is basically no traits that a common ancestor between plants and vertebrates would have, other yeah. than you have multiple cells. Yes, That's it, and the cells themselves are completely different. So, so, so for them to go, so what you're saying, it's like for them to share all these commonalities, you would have had to gone way, way back. Um, to the point where it's basically just space magic. Yeah, true. But it's cool, space magic. It's fun, space magic. It's, it's close enough. It's, 
plausible enough yeah. um, that some common ancestor had a exposed brain stem and that I just they just kept that for some reason. Mm. Don't oh, know why. The, the first guy to put his hair in one of those horses was on something. He was just like, he hey was guys, onto something. Hey guys, check it out. Watch this. <laughs> and he, like, imagine. I don't. I don't think he would have done that in public with an eye view of anyone else. No, he would. Yeah. He like, would have been like. He would have come out from like his little tree hole and it's like he's like <laughs> so skinny and sweating. He's like, guys, I've. I've done something. <laughs> <laughs> it got stuck. <laughs> I got some peanut butter and it just... Anyway, and that's where we changed the topic. <laughs> Thank you, our audience who's entirely tuned out by now. Speaking of things getting stuck, this is a tangent, right? There was a guy on Reddit who was saying... This is a great way to start, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who was like saying, all right, guys, um, so for instance, if um, how would you guys get um, a cylinder out of a... Two by five M and M's container, and somebody said a cylinder. Yeah, it's it's your penis, right? It's like, no, 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 no. It's a cylinder. It's like, all right, we'll just um get some some stuff, and they might have to just like cut around it. It's like, no, no, no. We cannot have a knife go near this cylinder. And it was this back and forth and back and forth. And this was like, okay, so is there any way that you can get like some leverage? Like, no, there are two larger objects at the base of the cylinder that is really hard stopping me from getting an angle on it. And it's just like. Okay, how about using this thing? I I can't put that on the cylinder. That is gonna damage it. And he's like, everyone's like, admit it's your penis, bro. It's like, it is not a penis. It's a cylinder. <laughs> and it's the funniest Reddit thread I've ever seen. Only on Reddit. Yeah. The first thought is, wow, most important part of my body is in imminent danger. I'm gonna go to Reddit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some guys like, uh, and, and um, <laughs> one of the things is like, dude, just give it a. Um, a bit of time it'll just like you know work itself out and stuff like that he's like I don't see how that would work on a cylinder but it has been four hours (laughs) thanks for sharing you know what you're welcome welcome. (laughs) that was just I don't know why that popped into my head but that that did yeah yeah no um, No. it got stuck in your head now it Uh. did it did um so yes, that's some of the interesting stuff in 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 the first avatar. In the second mm. avatar, we see a lot of of um, water-based creatures. You don't. So say. what we see, I know it's the way of water, Josh. So what we see is almost these like uh, plesiosaur-esque whale-type creatures. Mm. Very small. So comparatively to a navi, these creatures are probably the size of like a smaller horse or horse size. Okay. Um, and they 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 kind of like have like an almost like an orca pattern to them. And they look That's very cool. whalish, and they've got like please and they love like coming out of the water and spiraling out, and they use them as as um, as as mounts and stuff like that. Okay, uh, long neck or short neck? Long neck. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Because um, there's two types of um, plesiosauridae, I believe is the order, oh, and yeah. it's elasmosaurs, which are long neck, small head, and pliosaurs, short neck, big crocodile face full of lot and lots of teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's have a look here. So, uh, that is one of them. So it's this. It's this little fella here. Oh, uh, look at that smile. Yeah, they're oh. honestly, they're such nice little guys. Um, yeah, and they they're pretty cool. They're pretty spontaneous, like jumping yeah. out stuff. They they've obviously got like that hair connection as well. I don't know how they breathe, but I think it's through their mouths because I don't didn't see anything on them when I was watching it. Mm. Now the other one is a flying fish of sorts, which is this fella. Ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's got it, it. It's able to. So what it does is almost like you know how crocodiles can b- 
boost themselves out of the water and then they can use their tails to... Their tail, yeah. Yeah. They do a similar kind of thing where they kind of ride and skim with their tails. And that's and how the people swim, like, kind of... Too. Yeah. Oh, and their top half's out. It's got their little wings on it. Yeah, and then if they get enough thing, they can actually fly. Uh, but they're not like flying distances or anything like that. Okay. Um, so that was pretty cool, and it, it reminded me of like the, the um, prehistoric crocodile, not kind the, of the thing. Long nose? Ich- ich- oh, ichthyosaurs do oh, tend to have the long, thin yeah. noses. Yeah. Um, it looks more like a fish, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, but I think it is interesting because usually if something flies, it needs to be as light and air-filled as possible. Yeah. Which is not what you want underwater. Yeah, because it needs to be dense. Buoyant. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, I imagine they're taking like inspiration from like flying fish. Oh yeah, yeah. But it, it was interesting because, yeah, it was like it was cool how they made that work. Yeah, and it's then cool. The other thing that that we saw was um, these things called tarkins, which are they are whales. But James Cameron has said they are not whales. They're tokens. <laughs> this is J.R. Tolkien right here. <laughs> um, no, so there's these giant whales, but they're meant to be smarter than everybody. Yeah, um, and they literally in the movie. Or are you, are you planning to watch the movie? I mean, no. it's not like a big spoiler, yeah. I imagine. Spo- uh, wait, they, they kill it, and they extract uh, the small amount of brain fluid, and they discard the whole carcass. That sounds that, about right for humans, yeah. brain fluid stops aging. Yeah. Oh! Yes. Why would that be in the brain? I don't know. It's weird, but um, these creatures are like, they form long bonds with people, and they can actually talk. Yeah, not they literally th- chat about their lives to the Navi. They, oh. they don't go, hey, Brian. It's more like they, they got their, their, their clicks and noises, and it it changes. It's like they understand what it means. All right. So they, they've actually developed interspecies communication. That is very difficult. Yes. But very we've spoken cool. to dolphins before. No, we haven't. No, we have. Is this the story that I think you're talking about where they just hopped up on a whole bunch of LSD? No, that's a different thing and that yeah, gets and bad. The, yeah, it does. I yeah. know what happened to that uh, secretary. She yeah. didn't have much of a reputation after that. Apparently, apparently, we're able to know what some certain forms of communication can be. Oh. And I think one time... <laughs> so I think I spoke about this with Pycos as well. One time, one of the dolphins just said, go away. <laughs> and then okay. did. Like so, it's like simple communication, if that yeah, makes sense. So like, but through their auditory system, not through like body language. Okay, because not many creatures communicate verbally. Yes, most things just use body language. Even like mammals, like cats, mostly just use their body and then they yeah. make noises because they learn it. Yes. Interesting thing. Thing I discussed the podcast as well. Mm. The possibility that dolphins could be telepathic, where because they're able to create generate pictures uh, using sonar. They, this is like, like very like a leap of a leap of a leap. Mm. But scientists, and I say scientists in brackets, anybody yes. can be a scientist if they say that they're a scientist sometimes. Yeah. I'm a Scientologist. Oh, that no. is very different. Very different. <laughs> it is. Um, there's a friend I haven't heard about from since she got into Scientology. I don't know where she is. You know what? We should talk about uh, with Josh about uh, Raylanism. We, I like, yes. I'd like to get your thoughts on we'll, that. We'll, we'll get to that. Right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, essentially, essentially. Um, the, the the idea is that if uh, a dolphin can receive a message back in sound waves, is it able to project that message out to another dolphin and print an image in its head? Oh, that's kind of what they're looking at. Like I, mm. like obviously, obviously, it is a leap of a leap of a leap. Yes, but it's something that they've gone feasibly. That's basically what twins do. <laughs> that's not what twins do. I don't think what, so. Tate and Lisa from Moz Deep City. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. That is different. They are psychic, though. They are psychic and also very cool. Mm. Um, but like, because 
Their sonar is more advanced than anything we have. Yes, I think that... We don't even fully know how it works. Yes, but... Uh, my opinion, based on how I understand that these creatures work, is that sonar is you shoot out your sound wave, it bounces, you receive it, and their brain interprets like an image by ba mm. bouncing it off and kind of judging like, oh, something's over there, like how you know if you're standing next to a wall, but to the nth degree. Yeah. I don't think a dolphin could produce a sound wave that is the same exact, like, image of something being bounced off of something else. Man, I'm just thinking of like Toph now from the Ember Island players. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, use yeah. sonar! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is though, but yeah. Toph couldn't put those images into other people's heads. Yeah. Or with could she? She couldn't. She could destroy not, their eardrums. That's not how sound waves work. Or could she? This is like the airbenders can cause a nuclear explosion situation where it's like, no, they probably can't. Or could, could they? they? <laughs> <laughs> Watch, I can play this game for ages. I'll yeah. wear him down soon enough. Yeah, this this is <laughs> interesting. But could they? <laughs> I hate this wild ride. I hate this game. <laughs> or do you? <laughs> this is He's like a therapy session. Oh no, it's basically working. a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And how does that make you feel, Josh? Knowing that dolphins can communicate telepathically, and you can't. That is a loaded question. <laughs> That is not scientifically accurate. You can't just imply stuff like that. That's like a... Oh, is that's, it? That's a, I believe that's what they call gaslighting. Yes, yeah. We've got him on his hooks now. Michael, keep pushing. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? I, th I don't think it's called gaslighting. You're crazy. Ah, uh, so this is how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, Michael brought up an interesting topic. So a while back, we were looking at this... Um, there was a website that a, uh, a co-worker of mine recommended to me where they put on these, like debates and ideas and stuff like that mm. and one was about when well, we looked at aliens right is our aliens real and then i remembered i heard about something ages ago through a podcast there is a religion slash cult and we have a fan <laughs> no longer they, they unlike the photo that's good, a, that's good. <laughs> it's probably for the best um called Raylanism after this guy called jean-louis rayel or something oh, like that he's a french it. guy yeah. charismatic leader that's a good start um Sure, he's charismatic, I guess. That's like what Creed said. It's better being the leader, but it's... <laughs> like you get more money as the leader, but as the follower, it's more an engaging experience. Have you watched The Office? No. Oh, okay. I am quite uncultured. Oh, no. My understanding of dumb things is bottomless. Josh, but wait till I else. show you a photo of this guy. Oh, no. You know Krusty the Clown? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Why did he choose that haircut? <laughs> charismatic face. Why did he face. shave the front and middle of his head and leave the rest of it with a wild afro that reminds me too much of my hair in high school. I remember your It's hair called the yeah. Oasis haircut, you know? It's like the water and it just... Oh, so surrounded. you meant Oasis like the band. Oh, yeah. And that too. He, he, he plays a mean Wonderwall. Like, maybe... Anyway, so this religion basically believes that all other religions are true, however, under the stipulation that the... Um, the the what's the word the avatar of God in those religions, so whether it be Jesus, whether it be Buddha, um, and whatever it is for the other religions in some way, because most religions do have some except like Judaism because they don't believe in Jesus, right? They, they believe Jesus, in a Messiah, but they don't the, believe the, the Jesus, Jesus was, was the Messiah. Correct. So he says that all of these people were actually aliens that were <laughs> that were meant to um, basically get us ready for them to 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 take uh, us show, show him their merch. Oh. <laughs> oh, get ready. You thought the goblins were bad? <laughs> <laughs> They're profitizing of this. Realism symbol. Now, 
It's interesting. I love so. you just looked at him and you pressed the enter one. Just, sorry, Josh, are you seeing this? Um, yeah, yeah, I see that. Okay, okay. To the audience, describe what you're seeing. Now, this combines the symbology of at least two quite well-known faiths <laughs> with, with or some, belief systems. But some might say that they are polar opposites. <laughs> yes, this is actually quite similar to... Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of something that's not going to be horribly offensive, but the point is it's horribly oh, it offensive. <laughs> it's horribly offensive. Yeah. That, that is straight up a um, a, uh, a Nazi thingamajig inside the thingamajig of the people that they were uh, killing. So a swastika within the Star of David. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, that's their symbol. Because obviously the swastika was a Hindu symbol. In yes. Meaning, they, like, literally meaning like peace. Yeah, they rotated like 45 degrees. <laughs> yeah, and they just went... <laughs> so what they're doing is they're trying to reclaim that symbol back. I see, that always works wonders. <laughs> I, I like when people do well, that. Why aren't they cancelled yet? <laughs> I think it's because no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also doesn't know they exist. So, yeah, so this is a movement. They've got websites and stuff like that. They have Raelian... Railism, ch- Railism churches. Mm. They're not making seventy-five grand, so they're underneath the yeah, radar. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a very interesting. Like, look, I like how you slipped in. Here's their reasonable argument. Also, aliens. Also, here's their symbol. As in, like, <laughs> yeah, look how stepped over. No, what, we're, we're painting you the picture. But look, this. their actual belief system that they believe in is harmless. They literally, it, it's almost like it's just an extension of spirituality. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, connecting to the earth. Peace in- internally, and so like or it's are always they? <laughs> <laughs> you could have, yeah, you could have jumped in, no, um, but it's almost it's almost like Buddhism in 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 that respect, where it's a lot about like you know internal discipline and focus mm. and stuff like that. But also preparing for the aliens arrive. Oh yeah, Boys? Let's build your bunkers now. Buy gold, buy. <laughs> yeah, so the universe is an illusion. <laughs> so um, we posted a photo of it, and we did hashtag Raylanism. Oh no. And Somebody liked it, and I realized, oh, wait, this isn't a follower of that. And I realized they're a follower of realism. It's a South African realist or something. That's it. That's it. That was their name? Yes. Do they have any other personality traits? No. No. Do we know they exist for certain in Antabot? Well, look, no offense to South Africans. But every and no South offense Af- to realism. <laughs> Full offense to realism. No, yeah. Every South African I met loves telling me they're South African. <laughs> huh. Whether it be through um, the accent. <laughs> Which no. you which you use your own intuition to determine that they are South African. Yeah, like I'm not gonna do an accent. That's gonna be horribly offensive. Yeah. Um, I can't do a pretty mean one. The prawns. <laughs> I'm thinking of District Nine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. But like they that they, they love doing that. So. Mm. Um, Stop it. Stop telling me. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was a very interesting thing. Like it, we went down such a rabbit hole. We found all these websites and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was websites hosted by them. They got. He's got books out, which we saw in that photo. He was oh. promoting his book there. Yeah. Um, very interesting things to think about. So that they're a whole religion slash... Co- co- basically co- co-opting other other people's faiths to be like, hey, buy our book and also aliens, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Which, it, it's weird, because they don't bring anything new to the table apart no. from the aliens things. That's not new, man. True. True. It's like but like 15% of the American population. But yeah, they're, they're like... Um, um, like, they're looking at Hinduism... They look at Buddhism. They look at like uh, certain like characters and like characters, like certain like uh, people from mythology in Hinduism. Um, I shouldn't say mythology; it's, an, it's a actively practiced religion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mythology of Hinduism. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, and they're like saying, "Oh yeah, these were all you know precursors. They were all like." I think they said it was the same person. 
Oh, like the, sent to us. The UFO. Um, yeah, and yes, I got photos of like um, Vishnu and then a UFO in the background. Oh, and a bunch of people like joyous and pyramids. I think so. Yeah. So it comes back to the pyramids. It's always the pyramids. guys. It's guys. just a pile of rocks that that doesn't fall over. Really good. It's How are they built? How could a group of non-whites make this? I know, right? When white people stacked a couple of stones on each other, and we loved that crap. Oh, I thought you were saying like intelligence-wise, and I was like, no, no, I, I that's was. That's what a lot of alien conspiracy uh, theories. Yeah. A lot of being. people who go aliens made the pyramids is because the the, uh, the concept of people that weren't white making something so complex baffles them it, because yeah. Stonehenge and the pyramids were around the same time yeah and Stonehenge is a piece of garbage oh, yeah it's just <laughs> it's just like some, some goalposts France was still beheading people at the same time that like what Cleopatra was like right what what the French Revolution no in the in the 1600s oh, man, I must be remembering something wrong but no I no no Cleopatra was alive when mammoths were on the world. No, no, no. no Cleopatra was was alive when because she was the last ruler in in Egypt. She yeah. was alive during. I know what you're trying to say. There was some something about time frames matching up because the mammoths were around when the pyramids were being built. So Cleopatra was there during Ice Age. No, no. Ice but the Age six. They go to Africa. Yeah, Ice Age. It's a, it's an Ice Age of Madagascar crossover. I just imagine like Scrat. Caused the downfall of Cleopatra somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that'd be pretty funny. But yeah, no. Um, I, I know what you're trying to say, and I don't know. The I exact don't know fact. what I'm trying to say. But no, um, mammoths were around when the pyramids were being built. Yeah, and people yeah. are just. Hey, I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's me. I love my kids. That's my that's my Manny impression. Anyway, back to back to weirdos talking about aliens. Hey, it's me, Ray <laughs> Romano, your cult leader of realism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! I've been out in Sid. Anyway, um, uh, I think that came a bit too effortlessly to me. Um, I don't know where I was hiding. I don't that. know which is wor- uh, which is better, your Ray Romano or your Mord impression. <laughs> I think your I Ray def- Romano is beating it out at the moment. I definitely could stand the Ray impression longer than I could stand the Mort impression. However, I have heard the Mort impression on multiple occasions. <laughs> of course, I do. How can I forget? Do that, do as a cult leader, <laughs> Rayless. Oh, <laughs> King Julian! King Julian! King Julian is a Raylanist. Oh, oh King no. Julian, you got to come meet the aliens! I hate the this smoky alien! Okay, for the three people in the audience still listening to this show, you can tune out. No, 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 just it's, skip it's ahead. Wait, that's that's pretty bold of you to say three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this newbie. <laughs> Look at this guy. It's the audience is me here. listening back and going, God, oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> I'm going to cringe when I listen to this bit. Uh, it's going to be awful. Um, but yeah, so that's that's something that we discovered, and we had an interaction from the Raelianism fandom. It's, it's Raelianism. <laughs> you can't call a religion a fandom. Yes, I can. can. I can. It's, and I will. Oh, that's wait, my Jerry Seinfeld the, impression. We appeal to the Hindu fandom. <laughs> there is surprisingly a lot of overlap between... Uh, major faith groups and uh, fandoms. Wow, yeah. so Miss Marvel visited the Marvel fandom and the Islamic fandom. Both argue about canon. <laughs> I know you guys are both religious, but don't hate me. Is the Bible a fanfic? 
Yes. It was written not by the person involved. It's, it was written by other people. Yes. No. Who, were, who, who weren't privy to the events, but like, man, Some I love this. Some of them were. Yeah. We could talk about parables and stuff, but I don't want to delve into that now. <laughs> yeah. Guys, the, the, I know we really were having a great time talking about systemic racism in video <laughs> games, but let's talk about the deep issues. Of the Bible. <laughs> and Boy. This is a great show. That's, yeah. Alex, do you want to get up the Song of Solomon and read a few passages? <laughs> <laughs> What's the Song of Solomon? I'm uh, uh, yeah, yeah, look it up and... Is it bad? Is it like It's a just poetry about stuff. Yeah, it was written a long time ago. Oh, uh, is it like... Um, it's a song written by a guy called Solomon. Like the, 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 the King Solomon? Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Through Spears of David? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um... Okay, Song of Song. Oh gosh, was meant to be the king, but kind of uh, didn't do a great job. I'm actually gonna pull it up. Song of Solomon, one English version. Just read it without it's reading. It's pretty it. long. Oh yeah, there's also some pretty spicy stuff in there. Careful that. Oh. <laughs> Look, the human condition <laughs> is universal. Yeah, that's in the Bible, Alex. I love it. Look, God made everything. Yeah, and the bad things too. I mean, they must have, right? I I, I feel. Okay, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. Yeah, don't don't. That's yeah. a huge. That's uh, it's a it's a book. Yeah, it's yeah. an entire novel. It is. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So, Josh. should we have a break or should we transition? I feel like actually, I need a mental break. You're right. It is actually break time. This was a very natural break that we found, and yeah. I'm going to fluidly um, sing a song of Solomon. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fluidly transition transition. IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020, broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, you can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DGR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the Donate Now button. Or email us at info at iprradio.org.au um, Yeah, so we're going to talk about dinosaurs, a.k.a. my English teacher. Ooh! That's what you That's get for teaching the next education, you underpaid <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah, what are you, 60 years old? Alex, didn't you learn to be a teacher? I was going to. Yeah. But I'm not 60. So mm. I have one up on her. I'm in my youth. He's 61. He yeah, has a one-up right. one. Up on that's I'm right. going to start teaching kids in a week. It's great. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, great. actually? Yeah. Uh, what age group? Uh, I'm doing Cert 3, Cert 4 level animation and game design. Oh, sick. So kids still in high school, mostly. I am maybe, like, yeah, I may be speaking about this way back as well, doing this as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So visual arts or technology? Uh, 3D modeling, 3D animation, um, game design. and Course th- 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 in school. This is a certificate three. Oh, I so see. it's like if you're not doing ATAR, then you can kind of like do cert stuff while you're still in high school. Or That's even if cool. you're out of high school, you can still go back and do a certificate. It's great because you don't need 
basically any prior knowledge, it's never too late for people to start learning. So you're yeah. teaching in a class? Or you're uh, assisting? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. I've never taught before. Now's the time. Yes, never too late to learn, man. <laughs> you never I mean, been on radio before. Josh, you've, you, you, have, you have amazing assets to draw from, though, I think, in regards to being the teacher. I think, mm. I think you do great. I yeah, believe yeah. you. Thank you. If That's what the show is here for. I thought you were making a, a suggestive comment towards them. You got great assets for it. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, because you've done a lot. Because obviously, you did your leadership stuff when you were at doing doing like your college, right? You did a lot of like leadership stuff there. Because yeah, that, th- yeah, that's a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, and then you've also worked with kids True. through your church as well. Yeah. So I think I think you have the building blocks there. And yeah. you're likable. Mm. You mm. have hair. They're going to be flummoxed. Oh, I, I was there at the end of last semester to learn from the previous guy. Yeah. Um, and already the two different comment be two different kids are commenting be like, "You look like Jesus." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm young and hip with the kids. Is that, is that a passage from the Bible? No. <laughs> is that what is that what he said? He's like, I said a hip hop, hippity hop. I said a hip hip hop, but don't stop. Yeah. And they 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 hated him because he told them the truth. <laughs> Have you seen that video? The rapping they for Jesus. They crucified him. Is it the, the rapping for Jesus video? No, I have seen that. It was all through high school, you know. And you know the one we're talking about? Probably not, but man, some people would try to like reach kids and they just are a little bit too out of it. Yeah, it's the yeah. one where it's the old guy and he says the N-word because he thinks it's uh, like... Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it like... Out. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to put that on there. Anyway, um, you really shouldn't. Yeah, so, so that's interesting. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dinosaurs, yeah. Anyway, dinosaurs, dinosaurs. So yeah, yeah. So look, j- just to give some background, so Josh is as a paleontologist. As no. long as long as I've known him, certified has no. been. He's got twelve degrees. No PhDs, in fact. Wow. Oh, they're all in just bones. Yeah, I I was probably going to be a paleontologist right up until the very end of high school. Yeah. So I'm a very avid fan, but I have no formal qualification. He's a pretty hardcore dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Everybody right there dinosaur. in the, the rock fandom, but I should Oh, preface. yeah, so what are your thoughts on Black Adam? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, my favorite dinosaur. Um, <laughs> you're the rock fandom. Yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot of crossover, actually. <laughs> yeah. There is. Um, they're big and annoying. Um, the rock is big and annoying. Yeah, the I rock an- is chiseled. You chisel rocks. Look, this metaphor is rapidly falling apart. No, Please no, save us. I think us. that was the best one. That was the best one. The rock is chiseled and you chisel rock. Well, yeah, you, hey, paleontologist chis- chisel Well, rocks. the ro- rock is uh, on steroids. The rock has <laughs> bones inside of him. So, so, do, you so do you. So, so do- you have a lot in common with the rock. I knew it. I can take that back now. <laughs> but yeah, Josh, immediate question. What is your favorite dinosaur? Ah, uh, That's a good question. Charizard. <laughs> the look of disdain. No, <laughs> no, it's Venusaur. Charles, no, it's Venusaur. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Giant, a frog. Giant frog. He, uh, Vena, Venusaur's a lot of Tyrannosaur. No, Tyrantrum. Close enough. Tyrannosaur. Tyrantrum is actually dinosaur. Yeah, he's Godzilla. Yeah. So, what what is your favorite dinosaur? That's a good question. Um, if I had to say, I really like Therizinosaurs. You know, the big spiky salad finger guys? I'll, I'll pull it up on here. So, do you want to spell it out for you? So, the people at home... Oh, is he um, Baxcalibur? No. That's based on? No, okay. that is based on Godzilla. Mm. Um, oh, I've got it here. So, yeah. uh, they're funny death turkeys. T-H-E-R-I-Z-I-N-O-Saurus. Mm. How does it look like? <laughs> you seen the latest Jurassic World movie? No, I haven't watched it. Okay, uh, it looks like... Th- oh, not that. That's out of date. 
Um, this little guy? You, this, mm, not quite. That's still pretty bad. This there you guy. go. This yes. little guy. So imagine an anteater tail on the pot belly of a turkey with Gobble a gone. long neck and, and the claws. head of a goose. And also, its fingers have blades as big as a person. And almost. it's a dinosaur? What the yes. Heck? Yes, this is a dinosaur. This it's like it, a platypus of dinosaurs. It's weird. Yeah. 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 I like it because it's, it's just doing its own thing. Yeah, so it is in the new, uh, what the latest uh, Jurassic World movie. Yeah, um, it's definitely there. It definitely exists. It does. It somehow look Jurassic is great, but they don't necessarily have the cutting edge of uh, Chris Pratt. They definitely do have Chris Pratt. I can confirm. Some might say too much. Chris is it Pratt. Chris Pratt minus the personality? Is basically Jurassic World character? Yeah. Well, it's just Chris Pratt when and he gets like this. But he's not yeah. funny? Blue? No, Blue? He's, there's like three or four jokes per movie, and I chortled at them. Okay. But yeah. Back up, Blue, back up! That, yeah, that's all he it's does. It's just the Jedi. He's yeah. just a Jedi. That's just a Jedi yeah. thing. He's somehow Holding your hand up to a wild animal will not make it love you. Do not try that. Did you see, um, I think uh, there was a skit in Parks and Rec when he pretends Steven Spielberg caught him, and then it actually happened that he's working the Jurassic Oh, Okay. I wrote foreshadowing because I think I, I I stopped watching Parks and Rec. No, it was a deleted scene. Oh, okay. I think yeah. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Yes, yeah. um, not a true Parks and Rec fan. I'm not. So so yeah. this this guy this guy you just like him because he's goofy. He's just a bit of a an oddball. Look, there's a lot of dinosaurs at the moment that have changed a lot in our understanding of what they look like. Oh yeah. Because if you see that picture there, they just found the arms first. They found like two massive shoulders, two hands, and Massive death claws. What? So they had no idea what this thing was, and they thought it must have been some kind of hyper predator. But no, it's <clears throat> the mostly a sloth of the dinosaur world, it's mixed with like a a panda and an anteater. So it's harmless. Oh, no, no, no. You no, see no. them? The claws would gonna cut s- you in half. No. Um, but like it, it doesn't antagonize. It's just very chill. Um, okay, I'm gonna start going to, into tangent mode. Therizinosaurs as a group are interesting because they are the, I think, one of the only theropods, the meat-eating guys, who went, I am too lazy for this, I'm going to become a herbivore. Or mostly a herbivore, probably ate other stuff too, but it was mostly a herbivore. Like a, like a panda. Yeah, only way cooler than a panda. Because, yeah, pandas yeah. used to be like regular bears, right? Like actual bears that ate meat. And then but they're pandas just went, are diverse bears. Because they're black, white, and Asian. We've all heard the joke, Michael. Exactly. That's how I feel. Anyway, um, no, but like, uh, yeah, they, they were like meat-eating carn- carnivorous slash omnivorous bears. Yeah. And then they went, screw it, this bamboo stuff that doesn't do anything for my energy levels. Oh, it's terrible. I love this stuff. Oh, like yeah. koalas, like like no energy for yeah. eucalyptus leaves. It's, but but yeah, you them to going, I'm going to live off cardboard and how my body reacts is tomorrow's problem. Yeah. Hmm. Like now they've developed a thumb specifically for holding bamboo. bamboo. And they're still bears. Oh yeah, they will kill and probably try to eat you. But well, maybe. I mean, now I they're, don't they're know. so passive. Are they now. obligate herbivores? Are they are they still omnivores? No, no, no. They they they're herbivores. All they eat is bamboo. Obligate. Okay. Yeah. So they own. Okay. Yeah, and I believe you. And but the thing is, you're able to interact with pandas, not necessarily wild pandas because they're protected, but like mm. in captivity, pandas aren't going to do anything to you. They are quite friendly. They're also like social and form bombs. The so, yeah, they're very. But- Docile. I mean, if you threaten their baby, they'll attack you, right? Yeah. Maybe. Have you seen how they have... Have there been any panda attacks? 
panda. It's a great question because I know that some herbivores will kill you on sight, like yeah, like a moose. Mm. Oh yeah, or like a rhinoceros. They're it is highly is so unlikely bad. that a panda would attack a human without provocation. While it's extremely rare for a wild panda to harm humans, attacks have occurred. There's no, there are no clearly documented cases of a giant panda killing a human, but there are cases of attack, surprisingly, from Beijing Zoo. <laughs> I mean, it is still an apex predator. What do you think is going to happen if you try to They're not get an apex them, predator. Right? Well, no, not no, anymore. That's peak animal condition right there. <laughs> yeah, you may not like it, folks. But Half of them know Kung Fu. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm gonna end the show right here, Michael. So, Josh, yes. what's popping off in the popping rocks? The rocks popping. Rock fandom? Yep. Rock fandom. Um, They're minerals, Marie. A lot of minerals, man. Um, if you want to know about Australia, which I think is a pretty cool topic because not many people know there are even dinosaurs in Australia. Australia's, Australia's not a no, real place, though. Not many well, people know of Australia. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of people believe that we, we don't exist. We um, don't. I am 50-50 on the topic myself, but they were actually in a, a very elaborate ala- uh, Madagascar-style fake Simulation. enclosure, yes, yeah. where, where we're in a Truman Show we're, situation. We're in VR. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong, I know what what this is. Yeah, he's in, Australia he's, doesn't exist. He's in a term? Yeah. I step outside and I realise that the sky hasn't loaded in yet. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's an American actor. Yeah. He's, he's an actor convincing us that Australia is real by acting as an actor. Yeah. Man's I mean, he is, he is an actor. Yeah. We can't he's prove it's actor. not true, which is the worst way to argue anything, actually. Uh, the, the one thing which I've always seen, like, Hugh Jackman went to ECU, so they're just advertising that he went there. Oh, oh yeah, because he went to Whopper, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, Another Australian... Wait, is, is Charlie's Theron oh, Australian? Yeah. Uh, no, we don't talk about Kid Leroy. Sorry, Alex. So Charlie's Theron. I don't know. I don't think so. I think she's American. Oh, I was going to make a pun with her name, but it's not worth it now. What was the pun? Just you... Char... That's too late. Rocks, Australia. Rocks. Okay. Whoa. This is why I'm here. Um, Australia is pretty cool. Uluru is not a rock. It's a it's monolith. It's a formation. It's a monolith. Is Mo- oh, I, be- I believe wasn't Uluru a um, volcanic formation? No, it, it wasn't like called. It wasn't the 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 core of the volcano cooling down over time. Or was it something not, else? I'm not too sure. So I, I don't know either. All I know specifically is that rocks you you can crawl under, right? But Uluru goes underground and mm. is part of like the crust and yeah, some, rock, like, and some rock star in movies how has he come up <laughs> how, it's, every it's, it's single coming, time it's never we should god he names himself as the most populous thing on earth apart from water mm. he, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway Josh right um, a little bit of background info Australia used to be, be way more south okay and when it drifted north at the end of the uh, dinosaur era which we call the Mesozoic um, it got a lot more arid because it got, you know, towards the equator, dried out. Before then, it was like floodplains, marshlands, and, it, and even earlier than that, it was mostly islands because there's a big inland sea in the middle, kind of east half of Australia, and it was actually in the polar circle down south. So it was attached to some other blocks that were sitting on the south pole. Nice. So it was, you know, the what you get in Alaska where it's dark for months of the year, sunny for other months of the year. Really cool. Um, it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I could go back and see what kind of like a polar forest would have looked like. A polar forest? Well, it was much warmer back then. It wasn't frozen over. It was mostly lush rainforest. So snow-capped? Not snow-capped, no. Still more... Well, like Antarctica was, was livable. Antarctica was a forest. It was just wow. no sun and frozen for a few months of the year. Yeah. Which leads to some very cool creatures 
developing these really harsh Is there a history of polar bears climbing trees, like black bears? Um, wrong, wrong side of the earth, by the way. Oh, um... Pen- I don't know if Penguins climbing, climbing trees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if any Madagascar movies are to be, you know, looked as gospel, yes. Yeah, so polar bears are exclusively I mean, in the North um, Pole. I mean, grizzly bears and black bears will climb trees. Yeah, oh, they yeah, climb bears, very bears far. I don't think polar bears do. They're, they're massive. No, back in, back in the time. I don't know how far back polar bears go. I know a little bit about a lot of things. That's not in my purview to I say. I think they're under a million years, I think, bears. It's, it, they would not have been trees in the same time that um, <laughs> polar bears existed <laughs> on that continent. I was going to say, there wouldn't have been trees a million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't think polar, bear, polar bears were around yeah, no, back no, when very, trees were in the northern tip. Very polarised statement, mate. Yeah, yeah. But um, tis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's fascinating because I actually didn't go into paleontology in WA as my study. I went into animation and games. Okay. Um, because there's not many places you can study in Australia, or in WA, Perth specifically, that have anything to do with like paleontology. It's like, yeah, you can do some archaeology, study humans, and then specialize into dinosaurs later, but that was not what I wanted to do. But over east, especially in Queensland, the last few years have been really popping off in terms of finding really cool dinosaurs and new dinosaur finds. Um, in the opal mines, they have found opalized bones. So as the fossils are forming, instead of being filled in with regular rock, it's filled in with minerals that become opals. Opalized jaws, teeth, bones. They found a few skeletons that have been mostly opalized. The most complete opalized skeleton in the world was in Queensland. Nice. Um, we've had like a couple of pliosaurs, a couple other creatures too. Um, mm. Cool. So yeah, so so just just matters what 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 what's a pliosaur? Oh right, yeah. Um, you, plesiosaurs. You, you have to you have to speak down to us. Yeah, we yeah. are common folk <laughs> who don't know what dinosaurs are. Okay, um, pliosaurs are half of the plesiosaur family. Plesiosaurs can be either pliosaurs or elasmosaurs. Elasmosaurs are the long necks with the little head on the end, which right. we found one over east recently that was on the news like the last year okay and mostly complete elasmosaur skeleton was found um that was really cool to look at in the news and then the pliosaurs kind of went short neck bit bit chubbier big crocodile head with lots of teeth in them um nice yeah they i I can't say they look anything like mosasaurs but they have a similar body plan to mosasaurs i just feel like you just had sword or anything now (laughs) Well, that's well, kind of how it works. Tank. So saw means lizard, right? Yeah, they're not lizards, but yeah. Yeah. So, right. so the first, so T Rex is tyrannical lizard. Or yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, dinosaur means terrible lizard. Like the plesiosaurs, the thankiosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is a lot of like the 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 classic way to do it is Latin prefixes and mm. suffixes. So saw, tyrant, rex, all that. Other countries have actually got their own languages. Funny enough, mm. their own cultures. Wait, so what? You mean other things exist outside of? Yes, I know. It's a lot. However, um, some species of dinosaur have been named uh, in different languages other than Latin. In Australia, um, we have Mutabarasaurus, which still has saurus. But um, Mutabarasaurus was very famous because it was mostly complete, discovered in, again, like Queensland, in a place called Mutabara. Oh, so, so that's got like a bit of the uh, original Australian language mixed in. That's wonderful. A lot of the stuff being discovered in China, like a lot of feathered birds, very beautifully preserved stuff up in uh, China has names that are more based on Chinese words. Yeah. They don't even always have the... S- they don't need to have the saurus in there. Yeah. They don't. No. Was that the original, like, the Eastern and Western dragons? Um, 
Like uh, no, no, that's that's mainly reptilian. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, uh, with the you know, is it the, the the Chinese dragons? They don't generally have legs, or they they they're very long. Well, well they they generally different. don't have wings. They don't even have wings. Um, so the long creatures that that generally fly, they can sometimes be serpent-ish. Mm. Um, like the the More word noodly. Yes, yes. Um, Paul, you had the noodle dream. Anyway, um. So dragons, like the idea of what a dragon is, is very diverse across cultures. Because when you have like different types of, uh, different types of dragons, you've got like wyverns and you've got like uh, the European dragon, and then there's like subsects, there's like drakes. And so anyway, it gets all it gets really <laughs> yeah. complicated. The reason I brought it up because you know like a lot of uh, sometimes dragons and dinosaurs are associated together. Like you know, example in Pokemon as well. Yeah. Like, uh, mm. the Tyrannosaurus is a dragon type. Yeah, mm. I mean, is it because they're just lizards at a baseline? Well, I, th- I well, I think it's because I mean, the theory is that a, an old guy way back in the Middle Ages discovered something that made them think that these dragons existed, which could have been a fossilized T. Rex skull, or well, a fossilized dinosaur, because it lends towards that kind of shape, right? Mm. Um, for instance, Cyclops, right? The reason why the Greek, well. The, the the pressing theory, the reason why the Greeks think that Cyclopses existed is they found a skull of an elephant. Oh, yeah. And the skulls of the elephant have a massive space here. That's where the trunk go. Oh. Yeah. And so they went, oh, it's got one eye socket. It's and like big, eye socket. And, big tusks. and it's massive and it's this humongous like skull shape. And they went, giants are living among us. Cyclopses exist. Um, so that's one of like, the, the pressing theories why we think that the Greeks... Mike Wazowski. Anyway. So, yeah. That's pretty interesting, actually. So, yeah, no, so people think that the same thing happened with dinosaurs and dragons, possibly. Possibly. I think that there is some credit to that. I think also there's a lot of retroactive information being applied. Oh, yeah. Because that happens a lot. People visit another culture and say, oh, they have the mythology of this creature. This must be based off of something that we th- already know yeah, because so people just love doing that. They think they already know what it is. Yeah, the Chinese dragon, they wouldn't call it a dragon. No, that's that, that, that word would not translate to ba- us as dragon. Ba- basilic? Basilisk? Basilisk? No, that's that's a different creature entirely yeah. as well. A lot of these tend to be just original creations. Ideas. IPs, they just yeah. have similar vibes yeah. and people assume that there was some root cause, which is there is not always, but I'm not a sociologist. Mm. I don't understand. I the, mean, when Sorry to go on tangents or tangents. Of course. Just, just, just don't apologize for tangents. This is just a show. Yeah, this why is... Why are we here? Yeah. Um, so when you look at, like, uh, Lunar New Year, when they're celebrating that, and they've got, like, the, the costumes for dragons and stuff like that, the dragons are very lion-esque, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they are, actually. It's, 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 it's really hard to sort of find any dragon-like features, but we just call them dragons because they're mythical beings that fly could be interpreted as lizards. And Europeans like, think they know everything. Kind of <laughs> like a uh, chimera-like... Like uh, you know, with the with the lion's face and the the snake tail. Yeah, tail. again, yeah. People use the word chimera because they knew it first from their uh, history, their mm. back their backstory. Yes, as w- it would be in a stupid fantasy game, <laughs> yeah, and then just apply that word to other things. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like now that I've noticed, lot in a lot of media, you know, the Chinese New Year, the the dragons always have a lion. Face. Yes, it was in, it was inspired a lot by other things that already existed. Um, yeah, there's the the Kirin. Mm-hmm. I can't roll my out. The Kirin, um, which was, I think, believed to be inspired by people seeing giraffes and mixing that with ideas they already had of mythological creatures and then they kind of combined it into a Kirin. And, or maybe the idea of the Kirin was imprinted onto the giraffe, but there's a, a bit of a mixture there. Yeah. Could it be like, a, you know, initially, like, what, the year of the lion? 
has a lion's head. And then the next year, it's like a you know different animal. Yeah, I mean, because you know, um, a lot of like, and this is generalizing massively because China isn't a monolith, you know. Yeah, but, but a lot funny of, enough, one of the biggest uh, countries on earth. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, but like when you look at like Chinese um, statues, they have like those creatures outside the the temple protectors and stuff like that. Oh, the something ones. I yeah. can't remember the name. Very lion esque. Like gargoyles. So, kinda, but like, again, that's applying a oh, idea. Yeah. Yeah. What Arcanines? What Arcanines based on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Hisuian one is literally that. So yeah. uh, in Shang Chi, they got the. Sometimes they have a horn, depending on what they're representing. That's right. If Shang-Chi, they have their the Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. If they have the paw on the sphere on the right side. I believe that means it's a male, and sometimes they end up having oh, um, gay gay bridges. <laughs> Solgaleer. Kind of. That's more based on the a, a couple of other ideas. Yeah. Like alchemy. But 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 yeah. So there's all these like like it's it, it's unfair for us to go. That is a lion. That is a dragon. That is this because it's a unique thing that they've created, mm. and we've just gone. I, that looks like something that I think it might be over over here. Which is a, a big, you know, that's a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're going to call this episode uh, uh, episode 39, Why You Always Lying. <laughs> I actually hate that. <laughs> uh, okay, Josh, hit us with some other si- dino... Facts. Hey. Nuggets. Dino nuggets. What are your thoughts on dino nuggets? Um, Corporalites, they're called. Oh, really? They're called corporalites. They're actually incredibly common. Fossilized poop. Very <laughs> talking about actual dino. Of nuggets. course, I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are very actually common fossils to find. It's like okay. fossilized teeth. You can get them pretty easily, pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, it's not poop anymore. It's a rock. It's been millions of years. There's. It's. It's. You can lick it if you want can to. I buy dinosaur teeth on the internet. Yeah. I'm going to. A lot of people do that. Buy some dinosaurs. Sometimes they're fake. When I get paid, I'm going to buy a dinosaur tooth. Like you know, a, one of the one of the easiest ones to find is probably Spinosaurus. <gasps> because like a Black yeah. Panther necklace. Yeah, that's not cultural appropriation. <laughs> also, it feels wrong to do that with dinosaur teeth. Man, this entire episode is just being talking about, here's a thing, here's how it's offensive to someone else's culture. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, man, we don't know much about nothing. Yeah. Turns out we're clueless. Um, I know a little bit about a lot of things. That's Yeah, that's pretty much it. Not enough to be culturally sensitive, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn that in school. But uh, isn't anything offensive to somebody? Depending no. on how you uh, no. perceive it. That is, I mean, you can't say that anything is offensive to someone. Because, like, no, there's, there's going to be stuff out there that is innately okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just I hate happiness. Good for you. That's such <laughs> yeah. a you. That, that's, I am offended with that. No, it, when it comes to like culture, you know, when we speak on behalf of other cultures, mm. that's when those kinds of transgressions. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes we don't know we're doing it yeah. because we just don't have that knowledge. And, like, we can't be blamed for that. I mean, you can always try to identify when it happens and mm. work on yourself, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's just it's just it's just sometimes. I think the big big thing is just being aware of when you, of where you talk. When okay, um, yeah, top ten dinosaurs of all time. Okay, Josh has got pulling. A list I've got. A, I don't have a list. I'm just pulling out my book with other things in it. Um, another thing that lived in Australia was called the Lianasaura. All right, Lianalasaura. It's this cute little short thing with the big eyes on its head. It's kind of you know the short arms, long legs. Oh, yeah. Its tail is like twice the length of its entire body. So like a mini T-Rex kind of? No. It was, it was a Lianalasaura. I also had to spell it. Um, Lian. L-E-A. Yep. N-A. S. Kleinosaurus? No. Okay, I'll just, I'll just Google. How is it supposed to be say? Oh, L-E-A-E-L-L-Y-N-A-S- a man. We would never have guessed that. No, named after someone's daughter, actually. 
Oh, what uh, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That that brown one in the middle down there, the fluffy one, the fluffy one. Yes, look how fluffy he is. Oh, um, that's fun. Very cool little creature because again, polar polar climate. Really, really long tail. You got that kangaroo posture. Yeah, they do have a kind of kangaroo vibe, don't they? But they're quite yeah. small. Okay. And because they lived in Australia, forests, it was very cold, polar, it was, you know, again, frozen mm. over dark for a few months of the year. So it's really interesting thinking about how they would have used their tail. Either mm. as a fluffy scarf or as like a signaling system like oh. cats do. Um, oh. We've only found some remains. Um, I think it's a jaw. Mm. And then separately, they found like the back half with the extremely long tail. They're not even sure if they're the same creature. It's carnivorous, right? No, oh, it's not. no, it's a herbivore. Oh wow! Which one, one of the one of the most interesting thing about like paleontology, mm. and one of the things that I guess is its biggest flaw, is that they will find bone fragments. Yes. and then make an entire sk- like. Oh, absolutely! Oz is known from a single ankle. Okay. Which is insane because somehow they're able to base like all these little things. Like, extrapolate information from these bones. A lot of comparison as well. It's like, this is quite similar to this thing over here, so we're going to draw something we know and slap the shin bone on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a lot of comparison. It's just like, uh, like what the, the Dracovis fossils, they just got this thing and this thing and they yes. mixed it. That's a good point. Draco hmm. fish, and what were the other ones from uh, Sword and Shield? Uh, Electra. No, Arctivolt. Arctivolt. Arctivish. Arctivish. Draco Vault. Draco Fish. Yes. Draco Fish. And yes. the, the other one, the, the um, electric and dragon one. Yeah. So that, the the doctor who brings them back is named um, Dr. Carolus. Mm, yes. Yes. It's hilarious. That's actually a really important uh, piece of history from back the British kind of area. Because back then, especially in the Bone Wars, um, that's the a real thing. Bone Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a whole thing. Um, but basically, two rich, famous people, or you know, scientists back in the day um, tried to discover more species than the other guy oh. in just the most elaborate scientific um, enemy slash lover rivalry ever. <laughs> but they ended up doing a lot of sketchy stuff to fill in their collections. And a lot of times they just... That's called it. fraud. It really is. But they were, the, they were the scientists on dinosaurs. They yeah. did what they wanted, even if they didn't... They probably thought they were close enough, but no one knew more than they did. Just the competitive spirit just fueled them, so they just... Entirely, and they discovered, like, a ridiculous number of species. Discovered, or...? Yeah, just discovered them, just hired a bunch of cheap labor, dug a bunch of bones up, tried to put them together the best they could, and slapped as many labels as they could. It's... I think it was Cope and Marsh were their names. They're pretty coped. It sounds pretty coped to me, yeah. Yeah, they were... He was coping. (laughs) He was trying his best. But one of the things they did was accidentally get bones wrong because they weren't particularly careful and this was also very early on but they didn't have a whole scientific what, the 1800s method so yeah this was pretty early so yeah. like they didn't have any process set up they were just kind of doing it just cause nowadays people would just cringe looking at how careless they were with um putting things together and preserving it yeah I mean from their point of view because what the first skeleton was dis- first fossil was discovered after George Washington had died? I think it was, like, within a lifetime or two of, of these guys being scientists. It was really recent. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, famously, they put the head of a Diplodocus on the wrong end. <laughs> they Amongst put it on its tail? Yeah. Whoa. No one knew better. Yeah. Like, who's going to come and tell them that they're wrong? No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even know what these things look like yet. They're just hoping. Which, which, which is insane when you think about, like, how, what we've done then and how we've gotten here, where... Mm. The top scientists 
were making these mistakes because they thought they knew better. Yeah, and then it, then we go like, okay, first of all, we need to identify that they're mistakes. Yeah. How do people learn that they're mistakes? How do people learn what the correct is it's and stuff like? Yeah, it's just find more bones, find more context, spend more time analyzing things. Um, if you don't have anything in your in your uh, history books yet, there's nothing to compare it to. You just make it up and hope for your best. Based, yeah. on, they were usually like familiar with modern creatures. So they kind of fill yes. in the gaps that way. Yes. So they kind of using like context clues. It's why those horrible Crystal Valley monuments exist of the big guys moving through swamps with the horn on the nose that's uh. actually a thumb spike from Iguanodon. <laughs> and like they just look like, you know, those really old pictures. You know what? You know what I remember? When I was in primary school, I was in year five. This is at South Padre. I was in year five to year seven. And I, I, I was at the Jelly Beans After Daycare there and they had a bunch of books that I loved, liked reading mm. and one of them was a dinosaur book and it was a picture book and this is stuck with me because even when I was in year 5 I'm like this is incorrect I opened to a book and it shows a, uh, a Brachiosaurus one of the, like my favourite dinosaurs at the time just because it was unique I, I understood it if that yeah. makes sense big nose and all and, um, and they were saying these creatures must have lived on the coast because the earth could not support their body weight yeah so they they must have spent most of their time underwater so brachiosaurus big long dude right the tall neck from Star Trek yeah, yeah, and, no, and no, it's, no, got, it's got the, it's got the nose on top of its head probably and it's not like, this, this was used so that it could poke its head out of the water and make sure it's getting air and I'm, I'm there as a 10 year old going this is incorrect and I'm reading this in a book pretty much a Loch Ness Monster fan fiction that they've been <laughs> yeah. reading yeah. yeah fun fact the Loch Ness Monster didn't look like that or someone watched a movie with a with the Brachiosaurus with a Plesiosaurus in it yeah and they were like because it is very Plesiosaurus that's how, that's how humans brains work is they, they don't even realise they're copying something else yeah but, but yeah that's a big one the whole creatures living in swamps even in the latest Jurassic World movie you see large sauropods and hadrosaurs just walking through being in the water walking through the water like several times in the whole movie yeah like that's no have you ever tried to breathe underwater it's what hard like a, because yeah. yeah the water like if that creature is going that far deep their their lungs would implode well, mm. well, well, well not implode it'll be difficult for them because yeah. the deeper you go the more compressed it gets which is because I've done diving right and they, yeah. they tell you like it oh, I almost didn't make it because I'm asthmatic, but um, the, the deeper you go, it just compresses your lungs, so your lungs end up shrinking yeah, as you pressure. go down. And so these creatures will, if they're like, what, uh, 10, 20 meters tall, their lungs are going to be like uh, 10, 15 meters deep, right? Water is heavy. Yeah. 15 meters it's of gonna water on top of you? It's going to crush their bodies. Wow. But you can't breathe. But apparently, the reason why they would go underwater is because the earth could not support their body weight. <sighs> yeah. Which I, is insane. And they would sink like a stone. Yeah, I mean, th yeah. that's the thing. They'll, they'll walk on the bottom. Like they walk on the bottom, and then their the next. They, they were just imagining like Pirates like of a Periscope, Pirates of the Caribbean one, where they're just all dramatically walking underwater. Yeah, yeah back in the 1800s when that movie came out, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> but yeah, no, like yeah. this was a picture book that was like I'm going to say from the 1990s. Yeah. Scholastic, I don't know, I don't probably, know. probably. <laughs> I know <laughs> the kind of books you're talking about. Uh, I yeah. think I probably have uh, a couple old dinosaur books that show pictures I know are currently <clears> wrong. Yeah, but it's interesting looking back. I'm just like, yeah. they just how much we've learned. Yeah, and they just ju they just thought an idea and then worked backwards to justify it. Yes, because they just didn't have the. But good I mean, that's kind of what science is. You 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 
you present the thing you think to be true and then you work to see if that is possible. Yeah. But it's hard with things that no longer exist. And you have no evidence. Like, yeah. Like yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, like, is it nowadays? We're like, hey, I think if, if X happens, then Y will be the result. So what you do is you just make X happen a bunch of times, record what happens and see what Y is. You want to know a modern example? Yes. Um, Google scavenger T-Rex theory. I think his name is Jack Horner. Mm. It's, it sounds like his name would be Jack. It's Horner. appropriate in multiple ways. Oh no, this seems. <laughs> he married a child. Anyway, ah! so Jack Horner is a very interesting figure in the paleontology circle because he's one of those guys who's like, yeah, I'm here to do real science, but he also kind of pushes his own ideas that no one else believes right in there. Well, he married like, a child, so I'm not surprised. He married, like, an 18-year-old for, like, a, th- a year or two. It was gross. But, but he's kind of like, with, like, the dating beforehand. No, he, she was his personal aide. He's, Ooh. like, in his 50s. Power dynamics! He had, like, white hair. This happened to Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Sidetrack. Um, Kick-ass, Quicksilver in Bullet Train. Have you seen any Is of Is he Quicksilver? Movie? Yes, Aaron okay. Taylor. Um, in MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was working with a movie, and his production assistant... Or producer, sorry. Mm. Um, she liked him. He was seventeen at the time. As oh. soon as as soon as he turned eighteen, she divorced her husband. He they got married, and then she was pregnant months later. Ah. Okay, groomer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're still together, so like I guess power to them, but also so gross. Yeah. And then then we look at Twilight. Oh, that's messed uh, up. Anyway, yeah. So. Man, people justify She She imprinted him. I'm talking about Edward Cullen. He's like 700 years old. No, with Jacob and the baby. Oh, yeah, no. But Edward Cullen, 700 years old, getting it on with 16-year-olds. Yeah, but he also is... It's like canon that they don't emotionally mature past the point they turn. Mm. So we stuck that way. Oh, boom. Yeah, it's it's okay. She's actually a 2,000-year-old dragon. Sir, that's a 7-year-old girl. But the wolf and the baby. Yeah, that was... Yeah. People just... It's... mm, Anyway. So, Jack Horner. Not only a groomer, he has weird ideas about Tyrannosaurus Rex. Now, he really likes Tyrannosaurus Rex, as people probably should. It's a cool dinosaur and yeah. is the, the Charizard of yes. paleontology where it yes. gives it a lot of attention. It appears constantly. Nothing else really matters yeah. to a lot of people. But he has this very specific idea of that T-Rex should be a scavenger. It couldn't run. It couldn't hunt for itself. It had good smells. It must only be an obligate scavenger that stole from other predators and could not hunt on his own. Mm. And he's gone on multiple accredited actual documentaries pushing this theory, and other people tend to be like, no, that's that bogus. I think he was groomed by a T-Rex. But I mean, I, I can understand where his perspective comes from. You can, but only if you ignore a large amount of other evidence, which is a very slippery slope of... But I mean, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, if we use real-world examples that we know to be true, mm. uh, lions and hyenas, it was always believed that lions would... Um, Hunt and hyena would have the... the yeah. yeah. We mm. know that that can be the inverse a lot of the time. Hyenas a lot have a higher kill count than, than lions that's, do. That's what I'm saying. A hyena's... <laughs> KTA ratio. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The, the, um, the L <laughs> plus ratio plus get your own wildebeest. <laughs> I was just saying like the Lion King, like with... Uh, didn't the hyenas hunt... No. 
like with Scar and stuff. Yeah, he was using the hyenas to um, hunt. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. So hyenas are doing the hunting, and the lions are doing a large part of the scavenging. Mm. And I think in the late 2010s, a lot of like people, well, a lot of like the big cat community, uh, repositioned themselves and they the said, cat fandom. The cat fandom. Uh, <laughs> don't you try to get <laughs> furries? Uh, repositioned themselves. You ever read Warrior Cats, Alex? <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Warrior Cats. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's That's, fine. It's, like, it's, it's good. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Um, so a lot of a lot of like the the community did reposition themselves, where it went from lions at this apex. Pre- sure, they do hunt <clears> and they do prideful hunts and stuff like that. But they were lion. Yes. This is why we can't have nice things. Lying on the floor. You harambe, harambe. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so so yeah, yeah. They they kind of reevaluated, and instead of went lions are killing, hyenas are scavenging. Be mm. like, hey, it's pretty equal on both parts. Lions will scavenge from hyenas kills, and the, oh, other, yeah. the inverse is also true. Any predator it's, will scavenge if given the chance. Opportunities. You know what? I think they were being very culturally specific and racist. They're assuming it, the lions just—it doesn't. It's not just humans. They assume about animals too. Yeah, I think uh, what uh, Wizards of the Coast should sue. <laughs> take twenty-five percent of the off the scavengers. <laughs> so they are scavengers. <laughs> so, so Wizards of the Coast, uh, Coast there, and they're like, Beep, "Get back, hyena! Get back!" And they're just taking the leg off like so. A, they are scavengers <laughs> of an antelope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if the new OGL goes out and they legally have rights to use all the fan-made content, they certainly are. Yeah. So you see, on the verdict, we bring together all our topics, no matter the conversation. We are flawless. We're it flawless. is like a finely woven quilt. It's just seamless. I think. Okay. Yeah. I know that we're going really back back to the beginning of the conversation. One thing I forgot to mention with OGL was anything you make using like yes. using. I don't think we we discussed that. Anything you make using five E content. They can then take your creation. They own it, and it's theirs. And you, they can modify it and reproduce it without your content. That's exactly consent. like if you make stuff under your company, it's your company's property. Yes, and only they own the, it. the company is making everyone who produces content sign a contract in order to make anything. Otherwise, there there could be legal action suing and and like to register with them to produce yeah. content. Mm. If so, if you money. make D and D stuff, it's as a, long it's as not I make yours. over seventy five grand. No, no, no. It's this is in general. If you make D and D stuff, you. That Register. is forfeited to the company. Technically. Well, you make the indie stuff that becomes recognized and popular. No. No. Just in general. In you have general. To, you have to sign up and register. The person who's on Etsy making uh, minis... They don't, oh, they, they don't they, have to see your license. They don't have to pay them any money, but in order to use their IP, they have to sign, according to the leaks, have to sign this OGL Ter- license. Terms and condition type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the, the previous one was a lot laxer. Yeah. Anyway. And that was, uh, that was throughout... 10 plus years I think it's only been about the f- past 5 because 4th mm. edition did not have an OGL they had a much st- stricter control 3rd did 4th they were trying to control again 5th they were releasing the control and an, uh, had an OGL And so what forms control do they have now? Uh, under OGL the, the 1.0 the 1.1. old one it was basically you can make whatever you want in perpetuity mm. what's perpetuity mean? Uh, conti- forever continuing on okay, forever, forever but it's not Irrevocable. They say you can do it indefinitely, but they can. They also said they can revoke the license anytime, which they are doing soon. in a very scummy way. Yeah. I anyway. mean, you look at like uh, other corporations like League of Legends. They char- it's a free to play game, but they charge for skins, and that's how they make their type of money and yeah. transactions. And you know, they're not capitalizing off 
you know, we could be making much more money yeah. than we are. So it's it's weird because you're right. It's not as predatory as it could be, but it mm. feels like it came out of nowhere. And it feels yes. like because again, you only had like a week originally before they delayed it to mm. change to this new license and change your business plan all. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for that tangent, but I remember when we were discussing it earlier, I'm like, we did not cover that at all. No. Just make a and di- makes dinosaur it- D&D campaign. You could. It, yeah, I bet one exists already. Oh, yeah, there is one already. Yeah. Look, it, it's everything exists. Um, I've used... Um, I found um, other monster guides. One's called Monsters of the Orient, which... Mm, iffy title, sure. Um, but, but it's fan-made. Yeah, it's fan-made. So essentially, it's all creatures from um, Japanese mythology, Chinese, Korean mm-hmm. mythology, so that you can incorporate them into your games. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun, I like. It means that it also has got weapons and stuff that you can... Because like, like, like we discussed, fantasy can generally be very Western and very white. So, you know, it's good to, like that these people are making these things that you can... You're not appealing to the male fantasy. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? I, I include a, a, a big big orc pe- people in mine. Yeah. That, have, you seen, have, you, have you seen the, the photos of the new Pokemon game of the different character models? Which one? Uh, uh, the newest ones. Sorry, Scarlet another tangent. Violet. Yes, they have they have some... The what? Which one? Uh, Scarlet and Violet. They've got some oh, new yeah. models for the different characters and trainers. Sometimes they just slap a, a school uniform on like a middle-aged man, but other times they have like different body types. Oh, yeah, yeah. And There's like, like a really muscular woman. Yeah, and it was like Joe Cat commenting, I guess I need to play this game now. <laughs> which nice. I don't have a Switch, but, you know. Yeah. I'm mm. tempted now. All right. What else is happening in the dinosaur fandom, Josh? I am glad you asked. Um, you're, speaking of naming things, you want to know a really cool name? Um, Glenn? Cooler Sucus. Cool is... You know that reminds me of? You know, remember that... that uh, <laughs> remember that it's the yearbook, it's like Lucas... The, co- the oh, cooler Dan- Lucas. Yeah, Daniel. The, the cooler, cooler Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it reminds me. Lucas, the cooler Lucas. Yes. Um, it's not a crocodile. Sucus means crocodile. But and this you- is not a crocodile. Oh, okay. It is a large amphibian Sucus, that lived in Australia. Shut up. Um, <laughs> they all come from Australia somehow. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I, yeah, I no. mostly took a well, on that. Yeah, J- Josh is providing an Australian perspective. Yeah, because there's oh. cool stuff people don't know about. Yes. Such as, it was too cold back in the uh, Cretaceous period. End mm. of end of Mesozoic. You got Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous. Each one had a major die-off in between them, and then end of Mesozoic is the end of the dinosaurs. Oh yeah. Mesozoic is all three, but the last period, the um, Cretaceous, uh, was when Australia was moving more north. It was less frozen. Okay. Um, still in the polar circle. Coolasuchus. Sorry. Um, large amphibian. Imagine a axolotl, but it decided it wanted to be a saltwater crocodile. And succeeded. <laughs> How do you spell it? Coolasuchus. K O L K O O L A S U. Found it. Yeah. S U C H U S. Yes. Yeah. That. Uh, it's got a massive shovel head, and it's basically Jeez. a giant salamander. Yeah, but it, that looks like it. it oh it gosh. Was too cold for crocodiles to live uh, in around Australia at the time, so this occupied that same ecological niche, meaning it had the same job and diet and hunting method. And that's considered a dinosaur? No. No. Not a dinosaur. It is an amphibian. Okay. Yeah. Which is whack. But it's around... So a lot of At things the same that you time make, as dinosaurs. Yeah, a lot of things that you may consider to be di- aren't, aren't dinosaurs, like uh, ter- pterodons and pterosaurs. Pterodactyls. They aren't dinosaurs. No. So why did I call them saw? 
Reptile. Well, because I mean, again, people just name it reptile because they didn't yeah. realize what they were looking at back then. So dinosaurs are like specifically like the terrestrial animals, like plesiosaurs or like the long, long neck stuff. Yeah. Mosasaurs aren't dinosaurs. They're aquatic reptiles. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, so this is this happens to be a large yeah. aquatic salamander. Yeah. It's um, it's like two or three meters long. It's crazy. But it was actually yeah. a ambush, like pretty. Deadly predator. It five meters long. Eight, oh, with the that's tail. That's five yeah. meters long. With the yeah. tail. I thought it was small. Like no, no. no, no look this, at this. Look at this. That's a oh, man. Oh, that's a man. That's it, a the man. The mic was blocking the man. This, it is. To- it is longer than a man is tall. Definitely. Maybe two people at full size, and it ate whatever it could get. Fish, amphibians, small dinosaurs like the Lianalosaurus I was talking about. Oh yeah. That is that little snack guy? size. Aww. Its head is about the same size as a small Yenosaur. It looks like the thing from John Carter. I'm not sure if you've seen that I movie. have seen John Carter. It's it looks great. like that thing it with the, the runs very fast. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a pit bull. But Coolasuchus. Is he worldwide? <laughs> it's a 305. <sighs> oh, look, he's th- th- this is the Coolasuchus yes, eating because the there's, things. There's only like three or four Australian dinosaurs that are well So known. they had to put them all in the same images. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. We recently had a run last year of um, postage stamps. Oh, yeah. They were popularizing some of the new discoveries. Oh yeah! I mean, postage stamps are definitely the way to do it. Absolutely, um, they, um, they they go worldwide. They do. Three or like five. We we, <laughs> we made the full circle. The circle of stupidity is complete. The, we, we 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 circumnavigated the globe. One might say. We might I mean, he is bald, so he's um, representing the globe. And amphibians do not have hair. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Um, talk about pit bull. Josh. Then oh, well, the name of Coolasuchus. Yeah. Um, you can't tell me scientists don't have a great job. Um, the name Coolasuchus came from Sucus, crocodile, because that's what they named a thing that lives like a crocodile, even though it wasn't one. Um, it was prepared, the specimen was prepared by a Mrs. Cool, K-O-O-L. And the guy describing it thought that there, this is, there is too much of Mrs. an opportunity cool here. Mrs. Cool or Dr. Cool? We just had Cool a lot of times on the show. I don't know if she had a doctorate. I can't uh, tell you. I just saw shame. Mrs. Because um, Dr. Cool sounds... So she's just delegated to a marital status. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to have a PhD to dig up rocks, man. Oh, that is true. Yeah, a lot of cool, a lot of really cool dinosaurs are discovered by complete amateurs. Yeah. It just takes so much time and effort that d- professionals aren't going to get to it all. Uh, yeah, I follow someone on TikTok, and she's um, she loves paleontology. She doesn't have a degree, but she goes huh? out and does stuff. You don't need to. To describe yeah. them, you probably do is need it one. Is it considered a job? Yeah, paleontology. I mean, if you're you actively can, you, you researching, you can get paid to go yes. dig up rocks without being a. Usually, they, they pay students or amateurs. It's not like a nine to five. It's but just you, mining, Barry. It's it's more <laughs> the like children a yearn for the mines. <laughs> it's, it's a FIFO job, basically. Yeah, so okay. seasonal. Or you might be given like grants or being hired by companies or like uh, or by <laughs> institutions. It'll, yeah, Mr. Like Jameson, I got a, I got a dinosaur. <laughs> How much do they sell them for? Like oh, it depends. Usually they get donated to like museums. Oh, it belongs okay. in the museum. It belongs some, in the museum. Some people have private land and and sell fossils for ridiculous numbers of money. Mm. And so we can't study them. Someone owns them. It's sitting in their basement and they want $15 million <gasps> for it. Wow. It's ridiculous. Sorry, it's I'm going to spend... It's honestly a crime to science and the scientific community for people to be this stupid. It's not like a painting where you can take a picture of it. Now, these are, in some cases, like the Archaeopteryx. Big deal. Feathers on a dinosaur. They're sitting in some guy's basement for well, 20 years. Well, then pay that man. <laughs> Why would he have to pay it? It's not... It's sci- it belongs in a museum. It belongs in a museum. Yeah, anyway, Coolasuchus has a pun for a name because it's cool. The creature is pretty cool with a C. Mm. Also, lived way south in the polar okay. region where it was very cold. So it was a cool crocodile because it was cold where it lived. Nice. And it's founded by someone with cool in her name. Yeah. Very cool. 
yeah, I think that's hilarious. Scientists have a great job, okay? Oh. You get some things like Atrociraptor, the, oh, yeah. the, the savage jaw. They only found a jaw. But then you get Kulosuchus, because it's a cool sucus. It was cold <laughs> at the time, you see. Do you get it? Do you... <laughs> no, no, it's literally that. It's just, yeah, it's like, oh, we need to find some Latin word that really represents this. And it's just like, he's a cool, funky guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold, you see. Yeah. So, yeah, no, look, I mean, because, I mean, the, I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to buy Spinosaurus teeth. Oh, Spinosaurus shed their teeth like sharks do. Yeah. So they're actually very common. Yeah. The rest of the skeleton, not so much. One got blown up in a World War II bombing raid. We oh. didn't find another one for about. A long time. The Nazis ruin everything. Kinda. The Nazis owned the museum and they didn't want to put it below ground because the person who was looking after the skeleton wasn't a Nazi. Then it got blown up by Allied bombs. Wait, were they using it as bait to kill the person? No. Oh, okay. He wasn't there at the time. They just refused to put a skeleton in, in safe um, quarantine, which is why the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park 3 looks like that. Oh. It looks like a angry T-Rex with a sail and a crocodile head. However, oh. they recently found more specimens of Spinosaurus, and it's one of the most divisive topics at the moment. Yeah. Because it has a large paddle-like tail, like a like a tadpole. Oh, like like the and, Na'vi. Yeah. And its body was like really long and thin. <laughs> that body of yours is absurd. <laughs> it's, it really is. No, Google Spinosaurus right now. Oh, yeah. Google Spinosaurus, and I will tell you which is, which is one of the ones. There was a huge debate about whether it was a aquatic predator, as in it would chase things down underwater. Is it underwater. this one, Josh? Is it no, that, one there? that is a man in a suit. Oh. Alex, for our post, you got to do the Adam Levine meme that with the dinosaur. That green one, green, middle, the green one. Yes. That. Oh yeah. Its body is shaped more like an eclair. Its <laughs> sail was not perfectly rounded. It might have had a dip in the middle, potentially. These if are based on like closely, two, or, two or three specimens. You can see Uluru. <laughs> in that yeah. one, it kind of has the shape, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're basically, at the moment, do it going, did it chase fish underwater entirely as an aquatic predator? Mm. But there's a lot of evidence against that because it being entirely aquatic is very difficult. Mm-hmm. It probably couldn't even go that far underwater without floating. And yeah, okay. its, its tail wasn't that good of a propeller. So it wasn't buoyant. Uh, it, it was too buoyant. Yes. It? it was probably f- eating things more like a heron so it's like a does. a living iceberg just floating. Yeah, it was either sitting in or like kind of in the water, like a heron does, where it just shoots its neck into the water to grab things with its big, long neck and it, its crocodile face. It just looks like someone's fade, <laughs> like a, like a head. <laughs> what? <laughs> with, with like I a, don't see it. You don't see it. The the middle portion is just like the black is like the hair. <laughs> what black are you looking at? The 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 green one. It's like the bluey red thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I, I guess I guess the natural fade of the camouflage looks like the fade in someone's hair. And Look, speaking of which, we need to fade into a break soon. Oh, <laughs> that was seamless. That was in the transition. Arc, it was in, all building up to that. Right. And in Ark Survival Evolved, they actually put the Spinosaurus in the waterways. Yeah. So it's it's hunting in the water. And I hate the Spinosaurus. It killed all of my friends. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, I don't have a song prepared. Actually, I do. I'm Is gonna, there a dinosaur song? No. Can you play this the Jurassic World theme? Na, 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 na. I don't think it's going to be here. Um, <laughs> but what I do have is I have a song by a guest and friend of the show, Pycost. Um, I'm seeing it. There's Last Dinosaur. Oh, Sorry. what was that movie? The the animation movie with the dinosaurs. The Last Dinosaur. Is that was that it? Yeah, yeah. There's there's more than one animated no, dinosaur the, movie. The 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 the. the, the 
the recent Land one. F- no, Land the Before one. Time. Yeah, that was the one. Mm. I like. That anyway, I'm going to click play, and then we're going to go to a break. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. So yeah, they didn't find the body. That was crazy. Um, well, how, do you think you're going to get away with it? Oh, it, it, it was fossilized. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick to a great uh, serial killer. You fossilize the body, make mm. it look seventy. Should we talk about um, the Mount Vesuvius eruption and it Vesuvius just, and it just froze everything in place? It kind of did, yeah. yeah. Some some people got their brains crystallized. Uh, yeah, I, I listened. Uh, I watched. Li- I listened to a podcast <laughs> about it, and he, he kind of went through kind of what happens because a lot of our recollection re- recollection is through both Pliny the Elder and Pliny the Younger. I think Pliny the Younger survived, if I remember, um, and basically a lot of it was like telling the tales of what happened because mm. Pliny was like one of the most one of the original historians. Yeah, mathematicians and stuff like that. Yeah. He did a lot of like things that we would think are ridiculous and very, um, you know, kind of left of center. But for his time, he recorded a lot of events, mm. and mm. that was the way he described it. Like it took hours for the eruption to like get as devastating as, as it did. A lot of people stayed and watched. How would the death be like? Humanity. It wouldn't be. Um, Pains? No, it depends no. on what you got. Yeah, if you're breathing in ash, oh, you're yeah, yeah. you're cooking from the inside. Burning rain of debris that would have set everything on fire. Yeah, if you were one guy going underwater and that imploding, it'd be hurt more. It'll hurt more because you cough and then you go to breathe in more and then. Oh no! People yeah. die of smoke inhalation in fires all the time. But yeah. then they they get knocked out pretty fast. So yeah, but it, it's hot ash you're breathing in, which After, is the you know, issue. Cooking. There's but also pyroclastic flow. Yeah. Which is just everything that comes down after. Wow. Yeah. Because the, the way it got described is like everything gets shot into the air, but it's being suspended by the mountain erupting and it just keeps it into the sky. Mm. And then when the mountain is is slowing its eruption or its eruption just isn't pushing everything into the sky, then it just rains down. And that's part of what the pyroclastic flow was. Mm. Um, and so it's basically just all like the hot material ash, rock, gases, gases just sweeping across um, Pompeii and Herculaneum, which is the other place that also got destroyed. We have uh, volcanoes in Australia. We Not ha- for a very, very long time. Australia currently sits right in the middle of a tectonic plate. Don't we have, like, one, but it's not, like, an active... Like, it's not a volcano formed by fault lines. It's I have not heard about that. All I know is that we are about as far as a yeah. fault line as you can possibly get. So we are super safe from any earthquakes or volcanoes or any of that. Incorrect. We still get we still get earthquakes. True, but we're basically as safe as you can possibly get. Yeah. No, uh, I just typed in volcano and I'm like, that'll answer my question. <laughs> uh, Australia. Australia used to have more volcanoes. I think we still yeah, do. I think we still do have volcanoes. Um, but I think they're all dormant. Um, Eastern Australia has hundreds of enigmatic con- volcanoes. Um, oh, I wonder what that means. Enigmatic volcano. Teachers, mysterious. Man. Yeah, let's 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 all learn together. This is what part of the show is. Enigma is like mysterious, like right? It does. Yeah. Um, very charismatic volcano. <laughs> <laughs> um, extinct volcano. Yeah, I know a little bit about about volcanoes, but I haven't heard of enigmatic volcanoes before. Yeah. Okay, this is the one thing that actually it says ke- it. It keeps popping up, yeah. Yeah. Um. They say extinct. I'll just control F. 
Enigmatic. Oh, is that just the title of it? There's probably more than one of them in there. There's two. Oh. Um, combi- co- uh, combining the perspectives of volcanic history, tectonic plate movements, and geochemistry may also help us to explore. We hope to test our, our model further in other enigmatic regions mm. where, where volcanoes appear in the middle of tectonic plates. So, mm. I mean, like, te- so volcanoes can be caused by obviously tectonic plates coming together yes. or, you know, a weakening between that. But if there's any weakening in the crust, that could also... It won't be uh, a tectonic in the same... A right? little, little bubble or hotspot coming up real, in, the, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, but um, I think... I don't think we have any... We don't have any active volcanoes. No. Australia is one of the most tectonically safe places in the world. It's yeah. why they built the one-kilometre array. It's one of the best places one in the world. Kilometer square, square kilometre? Square kilometre? Yes. Yeah. So um, isn't a, a giant, like, telescope um, situation? Yeah, a whole bunch of arrays of telescopes in the middle of the outback to look at things in space because we have here no, and no South life. Australia uh, South, yeah. Mer- South Africa far out somewhere else yeah because it's, it's flat it's yeah. big so we don't have hurricanes and tornadoes no. well we have hurricanes but they're well up north like cyclones they're just hurricanes we just call them cyclones because we're chill like that yeah we're south of the equator um, yeah well we just had one recently actually hit I had a member call work and she's like saying hey do you guys do any like disaster relief and I'm like I wish we did mm-hmm. as far as I'm like we don't really have any disaster relief, and uh, which sucks because, like, she's like, she, she's okay, but she just can't go to work, so she can't earn money. But we have because the roads are flooded. We are flooding, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's flooding because of the cyclone. Um, but yeah, Australia is pretty gnarly. I think it, it is so big that we experience pretty much every form of weather. Yeah, <laughs> um, but a lots, lots on the coast. Mm, mm. Going to the middle of Australia, it's the looks same. like Mars. It's just as far as the eye can see, flat. Scrub dirt. Yeah. That's so the good thing is if you put your telescope in the middle of the Australian outback, you are going to see someone coming to nick your telescope <laughs> from kilometers away, and when they leave, you'll leave a dust trail you'll be able to see for like yeah. acres. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the square kilometer array is like a bunch of like. So, uh, which telescope is it where it's. So, uh, around the world. <laughs> I was going to say the James Charles telescope. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, sisters. <laughs> No, it's the, the other sky. name we talked about it before. James uh, Webb. James, James Webb. Webb. James Telescope. I just imagine that. Just after the phone, it's like, and here are the new images from the James <laughs> Charles Telescope. It's a beautiful supernova. Hey, sisters. Um, no, but uh, there's a telescope that we use on Earth where we basically, a bunch of observatories, observatories around the world, they take a photo of the sky and they're all um, calibrated together. So they take a photo of the sky and then produce an image that's a collective. Mm. Um, the square kilometer rate is a similar kind of thing where it's all a bunch of different okay. individual things that make a larger collective image. Because yeah. Australia is great for observatory. Yeah. Um, if you go up to Jinjin, you got the Jinjin Observatory there. Um, oh, yeah, I've been with, with my partner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like in, uh, yeah, far up north, they have uh, telescopes and stuff. Yeah, so they I mean, th- see this the night sky without light pollution yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, so we got to see the moon, which is a blessing and a curse. Because the moon, you, you, you have to wear sunnies to look at it or like get like a filter because it's, it's bright at AF. night. Yeah, look at it through a telescope. Oh. It's bright as balls. That's the telescope is so what powerful that it blinds you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you. No. There is so many ways that this could go, and I'm going to choose none of them. <laughs> what were you saying about space? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we, we, which which is a blessing and a curse because you get to see the moon, and it's amazing to see like 
the surface of the moon that people think we didn't land on. Crazy concept. Can you just see the American flag really closely? Well, the thing is, the reason why we know exactly how far away the moon is is because there there's a reflective dish on the moon that we bounce laser off. The, teles- uh, the flag would probably be bleached completely white by now by solar radiation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but because the moon is in the sky, it is isn't producing light, which makes it really hard to see Off the sun. Else. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So when, when it's a new moon and there's no moon in the sky, that's the best time to do... To watch Twilight. Yes. No, uh. it's the best time to um, like observe stuff in the night sky because there's no light pollution from lights out or the moon. But we got to see Saturn... And we've got to see it like, mm. move across. They have to keep adjusting the telescope. Okay. There's telescopes that you can rig to move a certain... Like, they'll move ever so slowly so it's something's always in view. That's that's what their moon one was. It was moving with the moon. You can get home home ones of those too. Yes, just yes. Just a little motor on the side of it. Um, and But their, their Saturn one, they had to keep readjusting it um, because they had like, all these different types of telescopes. And they set up telescopes around in a ring all pointing at different things. And there's one where it's like, how many stars can you count in this cluster? Most people get... Five to seven. There's actually twelve there, but it's just, it's really hard to see. And they did one doing red shift and blue shift, where it's like, what color do you think the star is? And like some people like blue, some people like red. It's like, yeah, we also don't know. Uh, so it's like it's like, it's like so when things move away, when things come close to us, they emit a sort of is it like light radiation, right? Uh, light is radiation. Yeah, yeah. Emit light, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's either blue or red depending if it's going away or coming close. So it's called blue shift or red shift. Mm. I don't know which one's which. Um, <laughs> um, I believe going away from you stretches the light out, which makes it closer to red, and going towards you because it's, it's like wavelengths, right? Yeah, it's the yes. same effect with sound. When an ambulance is coming towards you, it sounds higher, and when ambulances have gone past you, it sounds lower. That's, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, Doppler effect, yeah. right? Yeah, so, so in space, um, like, yeah, if something's moving away, it has, like, a red shift, something moving closer, it's blue shift. With these lights, we just can't tell. We just, we just couldn't know. It, Perspective it, it, doesn't exist. We don't yeah. know how fast they're moving and where. Yeah, so, no, look, then observatories are amazing magical make you feel tiny but in a really good way mm. um, or like introspective like sometimes when you think about space too hard I cry because everything I do feels so tiny uh, but like this this was very nice it was quite beautiful especially mm. like getting to see Saturn and getting to see like the shadow on the you could see the individual rings yeah it was amazing high, high quality pictures of like celestial bodies so, so Which, cool because it makes them feel tangible right even mm. though they're like millions of miles away especially if you get a sequence of images you can see how big they are by how yeah. little they move yeah which is pretty yeah. cool we need that realness perspective on this discussion mm. they'll probably you know, say up there is a UFO <laughs> yeah guys I caught it oh you missed it sorry yeah yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts on aliens Josh do you think they exist ah uh, that's a good question um probably not <gasps> ooh nah you don't think aliens exist in any capacity? Any intelligent life exists? Oh, well, no, no, sorry. Any life, not even intelligent? Life in general, definitely not intelligent. And if they were, it'd be impossible to see them. Um, I think that we still don't fully understand the mechanic of um, orga- uh, inorganic to organic compounds forming yes. prokaryotes. And I don't know if we ever will understand that. Mm. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. Yeah, I mean, also Mostly I just don't care because we are, it's never going to affect us in any way. We are not going to find anything in our solar system. That is true, that is true. Mm. But I mean, the, the thing that, again, I discussed this with PyCos, the thing that we need to grapple is our perspective of life is so limited. Yeah. We don't know, life could be represented as 
anything else. Like, mm. for instance, a, a cloud of gas in space could be considered life if it had, you know, the the right things going on in it. And we cannot understand the idea of liquid life or gaseous life, but it could exist. There could be liquid life. There could be gaseous mm, life. Ghastly. That's a Pokemon. Yeah. That helps be context. Thank you. Yes. I understand what you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. said that. So, so can you tell? Can you say this again, but in like the Pokemon terminology? No. Yeah. Yep. So um, they were ahead of their time. They were. So look. look okay. So <laughs> so we look at Mr. Mime. We look at Jinx, and we look at all these like human. Why are we looking at those two? Because they're the only human things I could come to mind. Oh. We look at those and we think, wow, these are alive because they're like us, right? But then Professor Oak said, wow, Ash. What about this? What about execute? this? And this Quaquavol. <laughs> no, I mean, oh. Oh. any starter Pokemon with hands. Um, look at this execute. It's like. Quaquavol. But Oak. Not kind of Nash. Oak, Oak, Oak. But Oak, that's just, that's just a pile of eggs. No, my child. It is a Pokemon. And anyway, so obviously we learnt that all these things that we might think are inorganic Reggie Rock, Reg Ice. Uh, Reggie Lecky like these Trubbish. things yeah, the next time a rock punches me in the face I will consider it to be a a, uh, a life form Venalite when, when the rock punches you in the face yeah when a, when a rock punches me in the face I'll consider it a valid life form <laughs> the boulder the <laughs> boulder <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh we're at the end of our show we've got like two minutes left oh sick I'm glad I turned around at this time because we can't go over time because um, the boulder disagrees with that statement <laughs> Boulder. Oh, I can't wait for the live-action remake. 13, 13 million, I think, budget per episode. It's going to be I, trash. I am mildly hopeful that at Have least you seen yeah, the it's cast? entertaining. Yeah. However, the original creators left the project. Yeah. Because they didn't agree with anything. Creative differences. If it's no different from the original show, then... The live-action, okay. However, Avatar Studios have announced a movie coming out with the older gang mm. and a Zuko movie as well. Animated. And, uh, Yes, an animated oh. Earth, and uh, a Avatar new Avatar Earthbender. series. Yeah, with an Earthbender uh, Avatar. Avatar. That'll yeah. be cool. Oh yeah, very, it'll be very grounded. You see, it's gone full circle. We've I'm gone from <laughs> Avatar to Avatar. Yeah, yeah. We've we, we've completed the Avatar the cycle. cycle. The Avatar. You know, who's my favorite gym leader, Larry. I oh, agree. I yeah. love Larry. He's cool. I, I mean, there's Larry and there's Rika. There's two come to be. Oh yes, yes. Oh, why not both? But Gwena that's dos. What? That means why not have both? But oh, yeah. from the, the taco the ca- ads. Oh, I thought it was a Cadbury ad. That's See? the old El Paso ad it where it's just like uh. soft shell, hot shell, soft shell, hot, and then the kids is like, but Gwena that's dos, and everyone's like, wow, we did not think of this. Okay. Well, See, any we've final gone thoughts here? We've gone back to cultural appropriation again. What is your verdict on Josh? Josh is a pretty cool guy. Wonderful, Josh. Any last words? You've got twenty-five seconds. <laughs> that's enough. That's sufficient. Well, you see when the far left gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any any last words for the for the team at home? Uh, I think Josh no. is a coolerosaurus. We've got t- t- ten seconds. <laughs> I like talking. I hope that you guys learn more by being inve- interested in learning more. Wonderful. All right. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. And catch you next week. Stay safe. Bye bye.